But man, you can see him from the other block of the intersection. Talk about where the check at, that's a bet, nah, nigga. Talk about, yeah, talk about a bag, yeah, that's a blessing. Talk about trying to get this beat up. Talk about, yeah, I'm trying to get my five-course meal on. Niggas trying to eat up. Talk about, yeah, I get your girl over on the phone call in my bed. Yeah, I go and beat it up. Beat it up. Then I beat it, then she eat it up. Talk about, I pass it to my doc, she teaming up. Yeah, yeah she called up a friend. Talk about a four-way, man, that's like two-way intersection. Going back and forth sideways. Talk about, that's a byway. Talk about, man, shoot that back, that's a fadeaway. Talk about with a bow on the waves, you know that I be on this track. Man, I'm about to pass it over like this gang and let it break. Yeah. Oh, shit. I was in and out though, but yeah, it was some. You killed that shit. I'm trying, man. It's, I'm trying. Oh, I, I got it. I gotta say, yeah, it's like vibe. It's just gotta come in strong with that one. Yeah. Uh, look, you know, vibe and young nigga, my. Yeah, coming through, never positive. Yeah, coming through, niggas lagging. Yeah, never ever acting. Yeah, and you can never catch me lagging. Yeah, never disrespecting. Came for the check, bitch, better respect it. Yeah, coming with the weapon. Uh, on the side, from the side, where many niggas died, many niggas tried it. Never lied, never needed. Yeah, bad bitch, she received it. Yeah, when I greet it. Take it off at the door, you already know, that's how that shit go. Fuck a bitch, and then I get blowed. Yeah, <laughs> tell her hit the door, huh? Young nigga smashing roll, shout out, KTK on the tray. Young nigga, like that, hold up, huh? Do your shit. Young nigga, talk your shit, fuck who you with. Yeah, I can't get a grip. Believe I never ever trip, and I never ever slip, huh? Never slip. But you know we on the gas and the whip and we dip Talk about skirt skirt Then we pull up on the spot, man, you know this shit is true I do this shit all day and every night Talk about this just another highlight of my life On the cam, on the TV, on the recorder stand. Talk about where that set Talk about where that pack I'm trying to roll up that there hmm. Talk about how she done did that there On the left of the air, how I did them bands <laughs> Talk about how yeah, I do my dance I put my pants kneel down Then I lace them straps <laughs> Cause you know that I stand my ground Ten toes down, CMG is where I'm found My nigga, certified <laughs> money getter KTK, chronic the motherfucking killer Yeah, I'm getting so disfigured You know absurd Talk about, yeah, you about to get chopped up Like the birds down the middle, sideways through the leg, and the thigh, and the wing plate, and suppress, yeah, talk about our eight piece. What? Cause it's Day Facebook. It's gonna be able to capture like location, pictures, and dates. Like it's basically cause like around the time they was pushing um fishing and like data farming. I don't know if you good with like cyber or shit. Even farming, like basically, like it's basically like a person who hacks your computer for particular information to try to like gain assets off of the value of your name, stuff like your social security, stuff like um, you know your past credit and billing, your job information. Like so, if they're trying to scam like the uh, unemployment office, like they can use your job history with your name, your social. 
and like all the stuff that they've gotten from like personal items such as your cell phone, your TV, your subscriptions to whatever apps you subscribe to through your emails, like data farming, like the the whole the whole dark side of um, cyber hacking, cyber warfare. Yeah, you're definitely in the right the right mindset right now, Cleve. Yeah. Tell me, man. We're getting there. That's just like the tip I of wish the I could freestyle. I'm good, though, <laughs> it's, like, it's just taking all the information you know and just compiling it with rhymes. Like just thinking of I don't know, like I was freestyling earlier. You still be freestyling? So, so I'm so much really. into creating that I, I really never do. Except for when I'm like rhyming, like I'll punch in. Yeah. Like I'll punch in. Like here lately, I, because of you and uh, Grover and other people that's freestyle, like I've been practicing, like playing me, Joe, Kobe, like I put them on. Oh, no, no, don't put me out there. My freestyle I mean, is like, unacceptable, like, probably. Nah, sometimes, like, it be, it be hitting us, like, both of you got like the West Coast bounce. Like Jacoby sounds like easy, but like you got like more. I can hear you more like on, like, I guess, like G Funk beats because they're like they slow, but they have a ride, like Big Crit almost. Yeah. It's like Big Crit beats. Damn, you're breaking that, breaking me down way too hard, don't you? Nah, it's cool. Yeah, my, it's like, I mean, the, that's the goal, like, you know, to see different people and they likeness, the, you know, with originality, the closely related to something that's kind of. I guess kind of common to the public. I watched a thing the other day about how it's like a documentary on like modern day like country music and where it's going and like how Little Nas X like blew and destroyed the country world charts and everything. He still like holds the record for like the longest played song at number one ever, yeah. ever. Of all time, so it makes it the best country song yeah, of all time. Song, yeah, the best song of all time was well, George Strait is the greatest the musician world. alive. You know what I'm saying? Black you know, yeah. Like, yeah, until he decided he's not gay. And we'll hey, for women hey his sexual orientation don't matter, but right. still, <laughs> so, you know, aside all of that, that's like the hype behind. Like that's why we talk about like with the whole. They they, they 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 compare Jason Aldean is like the modern day Elvis Presley because the way he in, basically saying like obviously Elvis Presley did not create all that by himself. No, someone didn't. taught him that. Right. Oh, okay. But they say the way Jason Aldean introduced rap into country music is the equivalent. And a lot of modern day country music uses the same beats as rap music. Exactly. It's the 4-4 four, the four same count. 4-4 four, four count. Yep. Just the basic A-A-A-A or A. Like A-B-A-B. Just like. It's that whole. It's kind of like that whole plot of writing music too. It's like you got to have like a chorus, a bridge. I see. I'm in the table. It's like having a chorus, a bridge, like a uh, breakdown, a fill-in, um, a break, like a break. A break is like a, like a, 
or three two or three four count. It's the transition between hooks. Driving down the street with two subs blasting something like this you never fucking heard of. But that's it, that's all I got, so I'm done. I'm gonna hit this blunt. Pass the oh. one. He said he gonna hit this blunt. You know, we gotta puff, puff, but we don't ever stay. A lot of times we flexing on the stuff, uh, but flexing on these chunks. Check the time, I gotta call him on the run. It's not a stop. It's always rolling, always going. You know that we always open on the. Oh, well, it's like a. I don't know. I just. I like good. it. Yeah, I like that beat. It's cool, huh? And 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 the key to being a good writer, which is something that I did, was was I I, I looked at myself and I critically analyzed myself and I told myself I'm not good enough. And like I really focus so much harder on being a better writer. Does does telling yourself that you're not good enough give you an extra push to try harder? It's not that it's an extra it... push. It's just being real with myself. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta be real with yourself. Like that's the only way to progress. Like if you can't just look yourself in the mirror and say, "Okay, these are my deficiencies." How can I get better? Like, I was just chilling with my little nephew and uh, he couldn't do something. And he was getting mad and I told him, I, and, uh, no, like he wanted to um, he wanted to be on somebody else's team because he knew he couldn't beat the other kid on the other team. Right. And I'm like, you should be excited for that challenge. You should wake up in the morning every day hoping for a challenge like that. You know what I'm saying? Right, to face your competitor at your yeah, best like, form. Yeah, like somebody back. better than you to push you to new heights. Like, so it's like, to me, in my mind, that's always been like the true path to progression, dog. Right. Was being able, being willing to like take on like whatever's in front of you, son. I think that's why, like, no matter what I've been through, and I've been able to overcome that, it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that mindset supersedes everything that comes your way. Yeah. You know, to take an obstacle and reduce it to a minuscule object that's just merely in the way versus. An obstacle that's impenetrable, right. or just you know, it stands you in the way, or it steers you the other way because you see the obstacle as something greater than you, but so it becomes a distraction or an obstruction. So you try to avoid it naturally. Um, basically, it it goes in a different direction that with these obstacles that we do overcome is never to be complacent. Yeah. And that is, that is it. Oh, that's, that's real. It. 
is to never be complacent with where you are because it's you just can go good. right back to the bottom at the drop of a dime. At the drop of a dime, dime. like just just as long as it took you to get it. Like if it took you six years to work for something, you could lose it in sixty seconds. Yep. So less. That's that's yeah. That's probably some of the realest shit you can tell anybody. Like, I've had it happen to me multiple times from bad relationships to bad choices to jam ups. Not gonna get into the. Into <laughs> But, but it makes you a stronger person. But it though, makes at the end me of the day. a stronger person. Ultimately, at the end of the day, got to try harder and think of new ways to approach your, you know, approach the task at hand. It's like you got to do something you haven't done before, but you know, also remain between the lines of getting it done the right way. And with that, welcome back to Third Coast Podcast. I think I'm gonna name this gem session number two or something. Some along them lines. Gem? Oh, gem session? No, jam yeah. session. Oh, I thought we was getting ripped tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, you already know who it is, what it do, Gators. Big wheels back in the shed. And uh, oh, oh, my bad, Cleve. Nah, I'll let everybody else introduce themselves on the show. What's good? It's Cleve. Y'all already know. Been here. Been here more lately than I have in the past. Just chilling. It's another night. It's a great night. Good vibes only. You know, 2022, do something new. And that's the resolution. Yeah, and uh, Uncle Man, you know, I'm here the uh, first time. I've been, I've, been, I've been meaning to come on the show for a while, huh? Yeah, yeah three for, years. For a while. Well, I've been meaning to come on the show, so... It's good to come on and see with your boys and have a discussion and, and go through things, you know what I mean? It's good to, to bounce shit, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. Excited about the night. It's just a, it's a wide array of, of, it's a lot of questions. It's more questions <laughs> right. than we recorded right. in this one podcast, but uh, it's good to have you here tonight, you know, coming in from Mississippi today, right? Yeah, coming in from Mississippi. You know what I mean? I live in, in Colorado, so I'm on vacation. I was visiting my sister and stuff, and you know, I had to stop home on the way back to Houston. So That's I'm going to kick it with you fellas. That's a lot of traveling, though, huh? A yeah, lot of different man. states. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Trying to stay safe out here, you know what I mean? What mess, you know what I mean? And, you know, yeah, I'm vaccinated and things of that nature, so. Right, right. Much respect to that, you know, got to support the cause of, uh, you know, staying masked up, even though not a lot of people do. I do take the precautions still whenever I'm in a crowded place. I did my Christmas shopping and uh, I did, in fact, have a mask while the majority didn't. But that's OK. I did my part. Right, <laughs> that's all you can do at, at, a, at a point. At the end of the day. Most of my shopping was online. So it was easy. Yeah, <laughs> Amazon, a lot of Amazon and UPS trucks coming through that. So, right. I waited last minute. What the uh, Christmas show? Oh uh, yeah, the Christmas show. But waited last minute, bro. And we was in like the most horrible traffic. <laughs> the same. Like, man, bro. Yeah, I had to go. I, I was ready. Like at first, it seemed like a good idea. It's like, yeah, go to the mine from here, check it out. 
But then on the way home, I was like, man, damn, bro, I should have been smarter about this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I should have been smarter, man. So, yeah. So, so yeah, I did, uh, I did a lot of traveling around the local area, I guess, uh, 23rd, went to Alexandria. Then um, Christmas Eve, I had to go all the way to New Iberia to look for a gift. And because, like, Walmart here in town was out of everything. And it's like I checked out, like they were sold out. I even like passed through Eunice, like on the way to Lafayette uh, and both spots, like everything was hit from last minute shoppers. So yeah, it's like I ended up going far and abroad and ended up finding something worth getting. And yeah, Christmas was successful. To say that it was at the last minute. Yeah, it was a success. Just <laughs> it was uh, successful for ACA out of Alexandria coming to visit me for more plumbing issues. Goodness! But they got like have this thing called like a clean out. It's supposed to like go to your sewage line, and it's supposed to be out, you know, around the house. Well, come to find out, it's actually on the roof because it's like a two story house. Yeah. So they came in and they were just on the fucking roof on the. Uh, it was actually on Christmas Eve. My bad, and. <laughs> I opened the I opened the kid's door. I was like, "Y'all hear Santa Claus on the roof?" <laughs> it was ACA plumbers on, on the top with the the snake going down to unclog it and shit. Oh, oh shit. good times! I know that's irrelevant to everything. <laughs> no, like, not at all. Not at all, man. Yeah, it goes in the path of saying, you know, this think, is what's taking place. Think everybody has kids or kid, you know, so <laughs> so we I understand most of Santa's on the roof right now. Because <laughs> they, you know they're going to believe it. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, shit, we better yeah, go to right bed. Out there, see the plumbing, go to bed. The it out for Santa to slap. Y'all better go to bed now. Y'all get Santa up there. Santa oh, God, Santa's here. Live to the Super Mario with Santa. Right. <laughs> Disguise. Anyway. I'm so glad Christmas is actually done, though. Right. Every year, it's like, build up. Like, I already took down all my decorations outside <laughs> today. Like, Christmas tree went down. The lights outside went down. Everything. It's all packed and stored away for another year and then not bother me. <laughs> right. I'm ready to go home, bro. <laughs> I'm ready to go home. Well, you don't miss Louisiana? Well, I, I do, but it's like, I don't really believe in Christmas. See, and now we're going to get into it. <laughs> no, that's the perfect time. So like, the perfect time. I, I don't really believe in Christmas. I, I, I really believe that Christmas is an excuse for companies to have, like, a good fourth quarter to end their year out. Like, especially in a year if they may have taken losses. Right. Christmas is always the guarantee for the retail industry. Always the guarantee, right? Like, no matter what. Like, so if you have a down year, no matter what, people are always going to try to get their kids' presents, no matter what. You know what I mean? So, I mean, and then, like, most things that revolve around Christmas, like, are billion-dollar industries. Like, lights, billion-dollar industries. Trees, you know, probably, like, hundred. Yeah, multi-million. Yeah, multi-million. Multi-million. industry. You know what I mean? Yeah, like every aspect thing. of it, every aspect of it is like a major corporation. Yeah, eggnog <laughs> alone, you know, eggnog you know I mean? alone be raking it in because yeah. I love eggnog. To 
This year was actually the first year I did not get eggnog. Man, Walmart sell you Christmas stuff and fucking Thanksgiving ain't even came. <laughs> Thanksgiving ain't even came, man. Right, yeah, they like skip over there. Yeah, like even this year, Thanksgiving didn't even hit the same. You gotta thing. spend money. You gotta keep yeah, that market yeah. rolling. You yeah. gotta, they gotta. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta get Christmas. Remember that Christmas coming. Like Christmas coming. And Christmas then coming. after yeah. Christmas is what Valentine's Day. Right. Like not even two months later. Oh yeah, for the ladies. But yeah, look. and then you're a shitty person if you don't buy something nice too. I've come oh, to too. learn. I've come to learn. And, and just think about, I couldn't learn to think about this. <laughs> that when you you basically spending part of your like income tax check on Christmas, really. Think about it. Think about the money you spend right there, and then you just the money that you get from the income tax, you spend that money really for no reason because it's the holiday is made up, right? Like it's it's nothing really, right? I mean, it's just a time. It's just a story you tell your kids, and so everybody have a time to get together. And have fun, but outside of that, <laughs> yeah, it's a money grab, G. It's, <laughs> it's just a money. It's a money grab to me, and that's just my personal opinion. I don't like, you know, and I I partake in it because my kids do, and I want, you know what I mean, right? But it's to a certain extent, even with me, like with them, with it, like you know what I mean. Yeah, I know a, a bit of a darker story which I won't talk about. <laughs> it's just so um, you know, it, it's basically a holiday known as Saturnalia in that aspect of it. And even then, it's like they would basically. I'm gonna give you the gist of it. It's like one big party. It was kind of like you know, you got your one group doing whatever they wanted, however they wanted, for like two weeks straight. And they also hosted these games. Involving a particular group of people who was will not be named uh, in these particular <laughs> games for show and amusement, but you know Saturnalia started off as that, and that was a market game because they would bet they like the group that would host the games would bet on the games of the group that were not going to be named in this life for general purposes. Yeah, they would actually bet on these races on who would win and who would lose because they would force feed these people large amounts of food and have them run for miles on the track at a time either to see who was going to win or who was going to break. And they betted on these circumstances. In today's era, we just shop for our kids and we kind of give it like a comical theme of elves and reindeer and, <laughs> and you know... Right. Big fat guy slide down your chimney, you right. know, eating your eating <laughs> snacks, eating your cookies, in the cookies snacks. and milk, wiping it up, <laughs> sucking his fingers, and leaving the gift. The, the realization growing up was with like fucking Christmas is when there was no chimney on the trailer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, just, just, like, you know, like, you just like, like he ain't coming in this motherfucker. Yeah, Christmas in the trailers. <laughs> You bought that. <laughs> yeah, you put that there. You put that there. Uh, I learned it at an early age, but it's it's a comical <laughs> thing. Just like uh yeah, it's because of what people value tradition on. Yeah. You know, it's like traditional value. What kind of value do you market this at? Traditional value, the capital of how happy does this make your kids? Which control do you like the most? Right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, which, which one do you accept the most? Right. And so you're going to pour on your children. <laughs> it's like whatever benefits the better have. It's like McDonald's. Know? It's 
It's like fucking, it's like McDonald's. It's man. not good for your kids, bro. No, not at all. Right, and then and then they market it to your kids, and they and your kids just be like, I want a Happy Meal, and you like a parent. <laughs> Just trying to, out here trying to make oh, them see your kids smile. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a parent out here trying to see your kids smile, man. That's it. And what better than a happy meal? Parents' <laughs> kids are screaming for you know happy meals. Come on, she has man. To go right away. Right. You know what I'm saying? They walk for this shit. Service. It's like, come on, man. Like, be more tactful than that. If you ask me. I just hate like I like advertisement. I hate advertisement. Period. It's like, man, come on, man. Just be in the store. Let me make my decision. Just be in the store. If you got money for placement, then just be in the store. You know what I'm saying? Just let me see for myself. I'm tired of being advertised. Man, I know y'all tired of being advertised too. You get into a video, and all of a sudden the video fucking stops to play advertisement. Yep. Like I always say, after this commercial break, and then I skip the appetizer. <laughs> usually what I do. I, I watch a lot of YouTube guys. Like I, I watch a lot of random shit, music videos, shorts. I explore the ranges of different types of information, I guess you could say. But yeah, man, commercials, all that good stuff, man. It's like I, I just feel like if I want to see a commercial... Like I should be able to go to a place where I could watch commercials. Like if I want to listen, like if to I want to know what your stuff is about, I should be able to just go. I, look I should at be your, able to access it. Like it should like, be impeded on me. Like right. it's a it's a demand as of now that I have to do and get. I don't know. It's like I feel like they're trying to urge me to buy something that I don't need at the time. Right. And I feel like marketing works like that. And. If not many ways, always. Like, just the way that it comes across to a person. It's like, if you're trying to... Like, if I'm trying to sell you this lighter, it's like, I'm looking at this lighter. It's like, man, this lighter, it's going to take you all the way. It's going to get you what you need done. It's like, it man, like, this lighter will make you more than what you've actually purchased it for. It's yeah. like, I'm really selling this item to you. <laughs> Man, I feel like infomercials like or This will improve your life so much. Yeah, this will improve your life, but this it's like what actually improves is standing outside of it. I feel like. I don't know. I just feel like um in a way, not to straight from the topic, but in a way like I feel like people just need to collaborate more on a collective effort to benefit others rather than to be have selfish gains. Right, like, cause like, you know, the algorithm is ass, cause you go and you look for some, you look for some boots on, on Google. The next thing you know, yeah. Facebook is flooded with, with with boots shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's or have you ever said some shit? You ever said some shit, and then went to your fucking Facebook or some shit, and like the shit you start getting clips. video clips of it. Or you, man, listen, bro, this shit is crazy, man. Like just saying some shit can get you like marketed too. You know what I mean? Well, the federal government went to court against a lot of these major corporations not too long ago about that shit, about, like, privacy laws yeah. and how they have, like, like uh, hoarded the technology market and stuff, and they're supposed to, like, not do shit, but they're still doing that, because mm-hmm. I bought that Orange Amp off uh, Sweetwater, and now I got a whole bunch of, every time I scroll through Facebook or something, it's all, 
like Sweetwater amps, guitar stuff, because I bought it online. And they, Usually the loophole with that is they release your information to a third party or other affiliate subsidiaries <laughs> who can market and advertise this through uh, yeah, the CGC. Yeah, if you don't uncheck, especially yeah. if you don't uncheck those those boxes. It's the fine print of the fine, yeah. uh, of the smaller boxes. Like they do have some legal reins to distribute that, but it's only to be sold, not advertised. But and listen, both. You remember Ray? Yeah, I worked for Ray, and I worked for Ray at a telemarketing company. This nigga had sheets of numbers and names of people that we would call and sell subs- magazines for subscriptions to. I remember that. People out here selling people's phone numbers and stuff. What do you think they're getting this information? These third parties like that. Like <laughs> you a know lot what of I'm saying? That's a scary trucks. thought. Though, yeah, like confidential yeah. trucks that are responsible for sharing he, these he buy it, documents. He buy it, he use them, and then sell them to somebody else. Bunch of books and numbers. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's a catalog of old numbers that are accumulated over a documented of time. It's like it could, like if you have a cell phone number, it can send you emails. It can access your home address. You know, this is something I particularly call data farming, like for the lack of the word, but it's basically like just a stream of hacks of personal information from social security, last purchases. It reaches out to email addresses like websites you've accumulated, like in your cookies, your browser, yeah, everything from your incognito searches, even though that's like a it's supposed to act as a browser, it can still be accessed through the central company, like your your internet providers. Like they access information from these terabyte farms and you know, and a lot of people get like VPNs and, and think that it's safe. A lot of people get VPNs and, and think that it's safe. A lot of people get VPNs and think that it's safe. And like you know, if but you got to be careful with what VPN you go with, cause like you gotta know how that VPN like discards this information and shit like that. You know what I mean? Because your that they it still hits their servers. You know what I mean? Well, DDoS can so, re, yeah, DDoS can uh, circulate. Pinpoint in a different country, like it, it changes the IP address and it puts your location not at the original location. If somebody, if somebody tries to hack you, it can reverse the location or it can scramble it. And a lot of the time, basic hackers have trouble getting past the scrambler. But if they are possible, like if they are able to do it, then you can hit a reset on your DDoS, and it'll just do like a hard, it'll do a hard point location. And it'll set it to a particular country and it'll maintain that focus on them trying to find the general area of where the signal's coming from yeah. versus the actual address of the VPN. Yes. So yeah, it's important to know how like the depths of I guess like the cyber world, because I do believe the cyber world is gonna take Hold in the next nine years. Skynet, bro. Skynet. Oh, yeah. Skynet type shit. Yeah, the metaverse, bro. Like the metaverse. The metaverse yeah. yeah, bro. It's coming. It's coming, bro. Because they, because like, and it's not even for like us, like, but like these kids, bro. Like, it's over with. Because they've destroyed their self esteem. So what they want to just be something totally different. Want to just be something totally different. They're conforming. Yeah. 
If you want to get deep into it, I mean, look, look what the Chinese government done. TikTok is a form of, you know, okay, how do you get famous? How do you get known? You're not known. Let me give you a platform where you can be known. Just do this same thing over and over. Do this same thing over and over. Do this. It's weird. Where did it come from? I don't care. I want to be like everybody else, you know. Teach. The world's going to a scary place where individualism is they're trying to cancel being individuals. Yeah, being an individual is gone, bro. It's gone with like you know, and, and I, that's why I hate. I don't like the word crazy. I, I never really like the word crazy because like I've always felt like the word crazy was always used to like you know like to like demonize something, you know, to avoid the truth in it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like you know someone who's really obviously telling the truth, but. You know, the corruption is so, so deep, you know what I mean? Deeply rooted that, you know, the way to snuff out a person who's against it is to label them as crazy with their ideals. Mm. I hate crazy. Like, you know, like I think about, I, I was telling my cousins, you know, I was telling my little, my little nephews about this. I don't know why I was telling some little kids about this, but. <laughs> you were just, <laughs> hey, that's what, that's what uncles do, man. But, <laughs> You throw, like, just, like, right. unblanketed <laughs> logic at them for no reason. Right. I was telling them about, like, I was telling them about witches. Like, you know, in all fairness, like, the term, like, witches is, like, it's basically women. Like, women right. that were, like, demonized for things that were unexplainable or like people just couldn't explain or they didn't want to accept and so it's like she's a witch and they burned Sa- her Sa- they burned Salem her. witch project they burned her at the stake at the stake <laughs> you know what I'm saying like that's fucked up dude. men were hung from the gallows Bro. for trying to harvest these women and them during this this trial of um, and then it could have been just anything like dude could have came home and just didn't like what she was fucking doing and Bro, just she's a witch and and with the talking with the boys at the bar, it's like, what, yeah. your wife too? It's like, man, my wife been doing some strange things. They must have been talking. And next thing you know, it's... This it's, is it's not be, funny. It's, not, it's, it's so not, fucked up. It's just a thought. Like, you know, what if it was just like a bunch of people just at a yeah. bar one night yeah, having some really, drinks, really talking about their wives. And... You know, the, one of the guys, he like, he loaded. Like, you know, he, he feeling himself. Yeah, he and he just like, man, my wife been doing some strange things. And it's like, you know what, Billy, or whatever his name could have been at the bar that night. Uh, yeah. Billy, huh? You know I mean? <laughs> Don't throw Billy, Billy out right. there. Boy, like. <laughs> Why'd you look oh, at boy, me, too, when you like, said that? I seen them eyes. You look directly oh, at me. Yeah. Oh, hey, Come buddy. on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, man. <laughs> nah, not even close, man. Not even close. But yeah, it's like it could have just been a bunch of guys at the bar one night talking, and they could have just like, you know, it could have been some strange things, something unexplainable, un unimaginable. I'm gonna just say. And then as these questions were being brought about, like people were only simply trying to band together to conform to make a, a common decision mm-hmm. you know of an understanding mm-hmm. but who's to say these people didn't have the understanding that was the, 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 of that the was re- reality of the reality yeah. that was needed to be understood <laughs> right like you know so what I'm they saying? went with the harsh decision right and it's like history constantly shows different people in a position to make a choice and it's either a good or a harsh decision right so 
I kind of picked up where, yeah, I kind of picked up at the end of what you guys were talking about the whenever you explained it to the nephew. Yeah. Yeah, just dropping. But yeah, that was some. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have been telling there, but I mean, I was, I, you know. No, it's cool though. I mean, it it, it ranges. Like I didn't talk to my daughter about vampires and like because yeah. she watched. Um, Want to say she got a glimpse of Twilight. Now with the telling about Bram Stoker vampires, oh. so like how Dracula originally, it's like you know vampires like you gave her like the real one yeah, about like Vla- like Vlad the Impaler, yeah, where he really like originated original. from <laughs> the original and, and the, like Slovakia or some bull, right? Some some mountains some, like it, it's somewhere near Romania. That's all I know. Wherever the fictional place of Castlevania is, mm-hmm. like or Transylvania. Or, Oh no! I know it's a. We should go there one day. I mean, if Us it three. exists, if it exists, it, yeah. I mean, hey, I, I wouldn't mind going to Europe. To be honest, I mean, it's a lot of um, it's a lot of good and dark history there. Yeah. I like to see where New Orleans gets their their um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know that thing that's kind of like looming. You guys been in New Orleans? Yeah. And it's like the feel like for people who've been in New Orleans. It's been said by a few that they kind of feel a presence looming over the city. And it's like, I felt that presence before. It's a dark presence. I thought it was just because it was below sea level. That could be a contributing factor. Maybe it's the reason why it's below sea level. I don't know. Because there's so many different tales, superstitions that goes behind the the lore of the original story. Like... I feel like anything fictional or folklore is derived from a true story that wasn't collectively understood. So they try to explain it in a way that's um, logical for the mind to understand. You know, even with sci-fi, like I feel like sci-fi is like a wave of technology that's um, it's there, but it's not quite understood. Kind of like what uh, SpaceX is doing. And like the whole Space Force program. Ah, uh, the yeah, <laughs> you know, there we uh, go. I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say, either way, uh, New Orleans or Transylvania, I mean, we can go. Um, we should film it. If we film it, we should fucking put ads on it so we can get paid for it. And <laughs> <laughs> be like the one thing y'all hate. <laughs> fucking ads, man. Hey, that's what the market is. Fucking ads, man. Yeah. The mass speaking of speaking of ads, check us out at 5000w's.thirdcoastpodcast.com on all major streaming platforms Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We got TikTok. Shout out Chinese corporations, <laughs> but uh, we're, we're doing a thing, Cleve, Comain. Thank y'all. And we got Thank some more. Be, uh, yeah. So what what's up with this space force? Yeah, so like uh I don't know a little theory that I came up with is like the whole push to release the classified documents, the UFOs and shit. And um and also like the idea of like dangerous potential asteroids have been floating around in recent articles and things of that nature. It's to normalize so, like, the dangers. Yeah, there, to right? normalize the dangers and then to like to like um, push the need to allocate dollars openly because they're already allocating dollars to it, but they want to be able to allocate so much more without no oversight or like no like real you know, no scrutiny. real boundaries. No boundaries that goes See, I got something with that too. Is I think that we've got advanced enough and got far enough into space, and we're starting to realize like 
there ain't no fucking way we can get somewhere instantaneous. Like, we would have to figure out how to chrono sleep somebody, send them deep into fucking space, or just send remnants of Earth somewhere. That's why they have big vaults in, like, uh, was it Antarctica? They yeah, got a, Antarctica. like, the wor- every world, China, United States, yeah. Russia, Germany, every yeah. world has a, uh, they've agreed on this one spot where they store everything from right seeds up. to just everything yeah, good yeah. in case that ever happens to store it. And I think that's why now they're moving to Space Force and like asteroid uh, diversion techniques. To keep and stuff. Antarctica safe. Everyone in the UN basically and the WHO organization. Well, the WHO. But that's a scary thought, and I think that's that's too with like global warming. I think like necessarily what's going on with the sun right now because it's going through that solar flare up. Me and Cleve talk about uh, talked about it a couple podcasts ago, but uh, I think along with that and just. We we can't go nowhere. Like we got we got Mars or we got the moon and that's it. We're preparing for a catastrophe that's unknown. I feel like with with catastrophic preparations there are also doomsday preparations, which is also an available market at your local Target or Walmart near you. Not to be advertising those companies. I, I don't own the rights to Publishes to those companies, but anyway, they don't care. Yeah, they don't really care. <laughs> just a, we we just having a conversation, but yeah, man, like anything with water, first aids, like the the basic stuff that you would need, like in a time like that where you know, like say if it's a situation like everything goes off, off the power, off the grid, because we haven't decided to stay away from like fossil fuels and burning like coal energy and like oils and all the all the bad things that have been polluting the earth versus going towards a cleaner energy such as water, air and earth uh, energy. Basically uh, using these properties like wind and solar would benefit. But I feel like people are also trying to travel because it's like with the amount of people that plan to leave, like all the rich people, the celebrities that leave, blah, blah, blah. It's like all the people that do plan to leave, like Earth does have a chance, I feel. Like I don't mind staying. Like even if it's going up in flames, like, you know, so it's that. It's only, it's, you know, it's the only spot that we need. And, you know, taking care of that and like going through a collective effort of uh, conservation efforts, restoration efforts, like, if you can build up the environment to build up the ecosystem, you'll ultimately get back what you search for, but people can't stay away from the greed. And that's where we get to this, Ed, because, and not to cut you off, I apologize. Mm-hmm. No, you're fine. But that, that's where we get to this, was the idea that so many, so many people, the idea that so many people have a, the idea that so many people have so much wealth, right? It's like, uh, like not so many people. It's just a, a few people who have wealth, and they are the 20%. ones. They are the ones that determine the future of what we do and what we become ultimately. Because like you think about it, like say, say motherfuckers send some shit to Mars, right? You didn't elect to send some shit to Mars. Did you elect to send some shit to Mars? Like even though it'd be cool, but like what if like the shit you sent to Mars brought some shit back that we couldn't even fucking deal with? 
Exactly. You know what I mean? Which is why it should be like a one-way trip. Like, if we send supplies, like, the plan is to terraform Mars. And you just made a decision for so many different people. Like, one group of people made the decision to, like, put make that a risk. You know what I mean? And to put a guy in charge yeah. to make it happen. And the guy in charge is self-taught in astrophysics. But that roots deep into, like, the human ideology of how humans work. When the, the greed, the likely, like, if, like, the pure greed that still, like, is rooted for thousands of years is still there. The hierarchy is still there. It ain't yes. went nowhere. It ain't went nowhere. It's just, it's displayed differently. Right. You know, you feel like you're always, like, no matter what you do, no matter if you could become a famous athlete, star, whatever, in a sense, you're still just at the bottom. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Everything that you get, everything you gain is just a, a comfortability With, for your mindset and yeah. for what you think that you you should have. Right, yeah, with that scheme involved, it's like, I feel like, um... Sorry, I was doing hand things. Sorry, <laughs> it's a harmony thing. I'm no, sorry. It's to bring harmony into what you're saying, to even things out for an understanding. I, like, I'm, I'm all for hand gestures. Some hand gestures are, like, kind of like the, you know, I kind of like black bottles because I don't use them, but I don't know, it, with SpaceX and Mars, Earth, the conditions it's up, like comes to now, it's like basically the only way is to make a dramatic change, but with dramatic change, not very many people are going to be on board with that change, so it's going to throw things into a panic, like if a bombshell is dropped at the wrong time of like a piece of information that shouldn't have been declassified, but legally it could have been like as I think like with the Pentagon, they declassify shit like every 40 years. So we're 40 years behind on knowledge that's 20 years ahead of our <laughs> knowledge. So there's a 60 year gap oh, yeah. in information for people to follow by because you got some people that are still 60 years behind living in the past, stuck in the ways that things were versus what things are evolving into now. So there's a lot of... Uh, there's more negative, I hate to say, that is thought about whenever it comes to the dire fate of what is today with mankind. You're right, though, because I was in the Army, and some of the stuff that like we had in the Army was like really advanced, especially when I was overseas, and they could tap into people's cell phones like, and do reconnaissance, like, in Afghanistan, on, like, a general network, they could tap into, like, the cell phone network. So if they could do that over there, imagine what they do over here. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then that was, like, that was 10 years ago. Like, like, I have a touchscreen computer now, but, like, touchscreens wasn't big, but over there, they had all that shit. You know what I'm saying? The military had, like, we're way behind we get the leftovers you know like the government's already got all the cool shit and they're working on the new shit because see they get the r&d budget shit the research and development budget shit that that back room shit that samsung working on that back room shit that microsoft working on and shit you know what i'm saying 
Right, it's the, the behind next level the scenes shit. of the network. It yeah. goes next level whenever these parts have been broken down. We just like the retail market to like to like fund that shit. We get the wash you know I mean? of what's been discovered and analyzed and researched and the capacity of how it could be limited to the consumer market. Right, so they can make more money so to pay more us money to do more. Because you know I mean? they got to pay people. They got to pay people you know what I mean, to do shit. You know what I mean? Kind of like I'm some Area 51 shit. You watch the, the money. Oh, you shit. relocate the money. You earn the money. You put the money back into distribution yep. to where it's vitalized in a check only to go back for rewashing because once it goes into a check, it can be used for public or private debts. It goes back into the black market or your research and development projects. And that's where your hard-earned tax dollars go. Because if you say they're going to waste, and if you think it's coming from a nigga <laughs> picking up trash on the side of the road, think again, because that money goes right. somewhere else. Right. You know, PIC is a multi-billion dollar industry. I want to say of this year, it hit the trillions. Uh, the prison, uh, the prison, the prison industrial complex. Oh my God! Oh yeah, yeah. That, that, that's a real this? thing. We, I mean, we can go. Are we not going there? So let's talk feelings on the. I mean, I, I reserve <laughs> mine. I reserve <laughs> mine. Um, I'll allow you guys. To, I mean, not allow I me. Mean, um, you guys go first. Well, man. okay. So, uh, with that being said, it is a big thing because like states make contracts with uh, private prisons and even with the state prisons, you know, because they have unions and stuff like that. So. The state will make a contract saying that we will keep these prisons at a certain amount. Say, like, Arizona has the highest rate, which is like 98% or something, which is the most incarcerated state in America per capita. It means they got the most incarcerated people, but they got the strictest laws and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Arizona but sucks. but that, that, that's a crazy thought in itself that our government that's supposed to protect serve and whatever has a higher purpose to keep them rates high to keep them funded because they made them contracts because they will have to spend that money regardless of the rates yeah, shout out Bill so and Joe Biden on that note with that yeah. crime bill. but that's I mean it spans administrations it's, 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 it's been it's generational it's generational yeah that was just like a, a, a particular but, focus because of you know today's era and with the market and the way that it is now it just you know it, it just uh, it goes into retrospect in my opinion because it still stands today. It hasn't been written out. It hasn't been modified. It's only been added to because it, it just all, it goes based off of a particular amendment where once you do go to prison, you lose your rights. You become three-fifths of a person yet again. They make money off of you. You pick up trash for a percent. You only, and when you're in prison, you're only in prison for Monday through Friday. Saturday and Sunday doesn't count. So... It's only by um, and they make money hours. for you just being there. They make just money off of you being there off of business hours. So the weekends you're there for free. So if you got a three years since you got to count in fives, not sevens. But see, like that filters down. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep, got to keep the numbers high, right? Right. So you make stupid laws. So stupid laws and 
a lot of laws are uh, just fucking backwoods, stupid as hell. You know what I'm saying? Louisiana is one of those states that enforced those laws ever since. You know, they were selling slaves down there in New Orleans. It's like we we are the we're like one of the states with the highest taxes, extremely high taxes, extremely high taxes, and our laws that are old fashioned and have been updated are still enforced by the people who enforce those laws. So it's kind of like a free will country. Whereas the governor or whoever's in charge of the uh, here's parishes and other places is counties, but you have parish judges, county judges. It's like those people that are in charge of their communities are given full control of how they operate. Well, I mean, it's, it's no surprise, really. I mean, you know, so it this goes is, down oh, into a, you, you, you could follow up. I was just going to say it goes down into a ripple effect. Um, it's, it's no surprise that it's that way, right? Because, like, you think about it, like, what's really the main two economic drivers of Louisiana? I, I've been saying this for years, man, because, like, you know, my little brother was in the system, you know, for, for a large portion of his life, and so I've always been close to the situation, and uh, and so <clears throat> as it relates to that, I've always thought like, you know, it's it's no coincidence, you know, it's no coincidence at all. It's the main economic driver of these states. These states that have these fucking, they have these fucking, um, because they get the money through the legal system. You know what I mean? Court fees and all this other shit, probation, and all this. Oh, other you're shit, on bro. the realest thing you about Louisiana. Thing. So this yep. is a main economic driver of this state. Like they in the oil field. So I've always told people if you don't work in the oil field or if you don't work in a prison, you'll end up in a prison living in Louisiana. Like that's the only three things to do, especially as a man. Like that's the only three things to do, man. You either work in the oil like you know what I mean? Work in the oil industry. You work in a plant. Yeah, or you like, go to the military. Plant, or, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. Or you oh, go yeah. to prison. And they, you basically, um, you're saying that like around here farms the environment for that type of situation yeah. for you to make money. Yeah, yeah. Make off sure, of, yeah, off of it. Yeah, because there's, there's no a real lack option. of anything. Yeah, because if you're not in the two, available. you're in that other right. one, and so like your chances shortcuts of making money, your chances of doing criminal Like think about how like. Fucking man, in in Colorado, bro, there's so many different jobs. Like I've had so many different jobs, bro. Like so many different jobs. Like I've I've been able to try my hand at so many different things, and then I finally found out what I fuck with. You know what I mean? So I'm fucking with that. But it's like if I was here, like there's only a few things I could really do. Like you know what I mean? Right. There's only a few things you can really do here. To live comfortably. To live comfortably. And to pay yourself sufficiently to cover your bills. If you have a house or a car that you're paying off, like there's literally maybe 10 things that you can do versus a place like Texas or Colorado. Yeah, like, I mean, any major city or any major area that provides, um, I I would say, like um, capital for over. A hundred thousand plus, yeah. Right, and I'm not and even I'm, shitting on home, right? I love home, like, you right. know what I mean? Like, I was, when I came in, I was just like, damn, man, it's crazy. Like, we got, like, a whole little downtown area. Like, it should be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we the biggest little city, like, in our little area, right? Like, there should be, like, bars and shit here, like, that people come to and fucking, you know what I mean? Businesses that they partake in, like, because, like, we the closest... 
know what I'm saying? And shit like right. that. They already come in for like Walmart and shit like that. So she have like bars and shit, restaurants and shit that people just frequent and fucking with. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a whole little strip, you know, like yeah, people really just talk just, down on what people are trying to do instead of be like positive criti- uh, criticism. They right. go in like there's this bistro right now that uh you know where the catfish was it the catfish place right mm-hmm. in Middletown? Yeah. They op you know, it's been shut down for years and they opened like a little restaurant there and these people are literally trying to make like a decent restaurant they wear the fucking uh restaurant attire the the uh, black and stripes you know they got a theme to it yeah everybody's well dressed well groomed there's nice music and it it might not be the greatest food ever but at least you can go have a nice relaxing dinner somewhere you know and then if it ain't that great you would tell them and they would try to fix it Uh, yeah of course because that's where improvement comes but no one wants to do that they want to go like man i went and got a burger from Burger King, and it was three minutes, and it was just the way I wanted. But I went over there and sat down and paid overpriced for this shitty burger. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I like eating local. I really do. I like eating local, man. Cause you, like, uh, when I was living in Miami, man, like, you know, what I'm saying it's the stores fly by, and at the stores in Miami, they had like the delis in them. You feel me? Yeah. So like, you know, at this store, it was like down there, but um, it was like I lived in an apartment, and it was like below. And so, like, I just go down there. I fuck with him all the time, like, to where, like, sometimes I'll forget my wallet. He'll just be like, oh, just pay me when you come back. You know what I'm saying? Like, just for little, like, shit like that. Like, because they fuck with me. Because they know yeah, I'm coming know every day. Coming back every it was day. a pizza shop underneath me. You know what I'm saying? He fucked with me, son. He'd give me free shit. He'd be like, man, I'm, check- I'm trying out a new sauce, man. Check this out. I want you to try it. You know what I'm saying? He, he cared about what my opinion was of his business because he knew I was frequenting it. You know right. what I'm saying? So, like, it was always, like, first-class treatment, son. So I never felt bad tipping the man or nothing, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like eating local is, like, developing a relationship with, like, you know what I'm saying, the people yeah, that the you people are that around, are that are right. around you. So, like, you go up in that bitch, oh, shit, I forgot my wallet, man. I'm about to go back. They're like, nah, man, I know you coming back. I know you fuck with me. You, yeah, fuck, you know like, what I'm saying? I know you fuck with me. Just come back, man. You pay me when you come back. I had no problem. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? That's how you build that, like, you know what I'm saying, that sense of community. And that's what I've seen in the world. It's like, in, like, little areas, like, you know, people build, like, a sense of community and, like, really, like, fuck with each other. Like, you know what I mean? You go out and make money and you spend it with the people that's trying to create a positive yeah, experience like, oh, for yeah. you. You know what I mean? And have fun. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just imagine if it was, like, a nightlife that you could go partake in when you got off of work. You know what I'm saying? There's a couple bars in the middle of town that you can go to, like, you got options, you know what I'm saying, to feel different, like, you know what I'm saying, like, you got, like, a, you know, like, a different, you know what I'm saying, like, people would come people from would other places, because like, it's not too to far, you know what I mean, to get a different vibe. I can say, like, I had an experience, something like that when I was in Colorado, like, I like I used to work at this temp, uh, this temp company, and, like, right, like, the temp, the temp company was in this, like, a, a market plaza, like down in the plaza, it had like this Italian restaurant called Mazzino's. And I'd always get like pizzas, I'd get like grinders, get like sandwiches, subs. And it's like I was there every day. It's like I, I used to get paid daily. So like I'll go in there like every day after work. I like just try something different. And it's like after a while, you know, it's like, you know, one day they gave me a free meal. It's like I went up to pay for it. And the guy was like, don't worry about it. You know, that's that's on the house. Like, Thank you for coming by. I was like, hey, I'm going to bring my friend through. So I brought my friend. It's like, you know, we spent like over 30 bucks, like getting right. pizzas. 
Because, you know, they yeah. had like 14-inch, 16-inch. They had like brick-style oven pizza. They had flat. They had original. Like, they had like different kinds. And Jesus. they were a homemade restaurant. Like, these were people actually like from, uh, they were south of Sicily. Like, I forget exactly where they were from, but... That's in Italy, right? Yeah, that's near Italy. Like between Italy and uh, Greece, I want to say. So like they were from they were from the Mediterranean area, and uh, like I fuck with these people heavily, and it's like they you know to an extent like treated me like family, because it's like you know they would sit down with me have, like whenever I have my lunch, like you know the owner would have lunch with me or his wife would sit with me, have lunch like his kids, like his daughter, his son. It was like we would just talk about different stuff and. You know, it was a cool experience, like, to be in a local area supporting a business. Yeah, like, and I, I look for you places good, like that. Like, you know, some people, like, in the South, call it a hole in the wall. It's like, I love places like that because it's, some of, it's either going to be some of the best food you've ever had or you're going to be in the beginning of something that's bound to be, like, one of the greatest places to ever happen to that particular area just by simply sitting down, talking interacting with those people and like kind of stepping out of a boundary to see like you know what kind of criticism you can give them without um you know without without harsh judgment it's just being polite and courteous you know it's just all in it's all in the support yeah man it's I, like i really i love i love i love supporting local shit like it's i don't know man it's just a different experience like you know i i, I couldn't like i i don't i don't you know, I don't do like, you know, um, I don't do like, you know, the fast food thing much. You know what I mean? I Like if I order out, it's like fucking, it's, it's local all the time. You know, it's just a different, it's just a different flavor. You know what I mean? Right. It's just like, you know, it's not just some shit that you can get just trying some different yeah, shit. Yeah, lately it's been a lot of new places like, you know, La Palma's, El Mazeal, Cafe on 10, we got Sunny's. Uh, Bayou reopened. It's a bar, daiquiri, and grill now. So like, yeah. they they got oh. like grill items. I had a uh, eggnog daiquiri rum thing from there the other day. Pretty good. Good yeah, service they, too. They got good service and they have great quality in their, you know, in their food. Like just to talk about you know local businesses. Shout out to those businesses. Like just, yeah, real talk. Shout out to those businesses that's all out here. Like because like you know we need more of that to. Yeah gain what we truly desire and that's basically life in Oakdale again because one of our mayors stated that riding through Oakdale was like looking at a bunch of zombies walking up and down the road. Like he went to the analogy of zombies and I found that kind of funny because from an older guys like in an era where, you know, zombies who may have been, you know, just been a thing coming up in his day and age is real big in the young community now, like we're um it's like in a sense where they're pushing like post-apocalyptic and you know ufos are coming and you know aliens this propaganda that <laughs> oh the, the draco uh, uh lizard people yeah, the, <laughs> the draco lizard people that live in antarctica has <laughs> controlled us for years or the fact that like there was a group of aliens like they they were saying this was a hoax i meant to bring this up earlier but Supposedly, this is a hoax. I don't think it is, but it was alleged that 
A race of aliens hovered over this, this base. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. A race up. of aliens. Yeah, we're going in there. Okay, okay, before we do that, uh, just check out Third Coast. Y'all can find us everywhere right now. Still doing the thing. Come in, Khalid. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got a plug. I got a plug every now and again. Yeah, most of them. Most of them. Most of them. Yeah, yeah, point. Right, but um, yeah, going back into the, the aliens and the, and the UFOs. Like it was supposed that a race came here and proposed to help us. Like on one we knee, sent, we we sent the message, uh, the the Arecibo message. It was a Morse code that was sent in the deep space, like either in the seventies or the eighties. And what were they thinking back then? It they gave information of our like basically like our planet, how many people are here, what was the current population. Um, how far are we from the sun within our solar system? Like a general location of who agreed on that? Where we were in the galaxy. Oh, he- he- hello, aliens. Let <laughs> yeah, me tell you exactly where we are. Yeah, what exactly we have. Help and uh, meanwhile, you got we we got we got a call back. <laughs> Maybe they're throwing asteroids but at us. Let's like see what that, they can do with these asteroids the before we go over message, there. I feel like contributed to a string of events that. Can't be covered up. Like if we if we're gonna talk about space and everything that you know our pilots have seen in the skies or other countries' pilots have seen in the skies that they weren't allowed to talk about. I've been ready for the world to talk about it, but not a lot of people are. But going back into this hoax, a race came. They activated a particular. Uh, it was a nuclear plant. Uh, I keep saying nuclear. I can't say nuclear anymore. I have to say nuclear for <laughs> the extensive purposes of cracking so many jokes on a president who won't be named on, on this live. But, um, oh my God, bro. <laughs> anyway, bro. Yeah, I ain't about to name it. Yeah, nuclear What's experiments were being, you know, were being engaged and they triggered it. But the, the treaty was if we disarm everything, and bring peace to the world, they would help us basically like get through the, the stages of like creating better. Cause like apparently like we've gotten it, this information, like this technology from like an outside source, but to say that this source was to come back, we're too hostile as a community because we feel like anything that's foreign, it's the whole idea of what racism is driven off of. It's like the idea of something different approaching you it makes you feel uncomfortable, so you have to act a certain way and talk a certain way to address it. It's the same thing with this this hoax that was supposedly uh, given into play. Like I hope I'm I'm not reaching for the stars by saying this, but you know, I like, like I, how you I like how you string <laughs> that together. I like that. I, I would like to say you know I do believe in some way we're not the only ones. I definitely, I believe. From personal experience listen, and what's out there for now. I'm going to declare this. I definitely believe that we love amongst other beings. I don't believe that we're the only people that's on Earth. Like, like the only like species on Earth that's like advanced. Like I just don't. It's, it's difficult to believe, man. It's difficult to believe. Because you got to think like. People, like, yeah, there are a lot of bad people in the world, right? Right. You got to think, like, some of the shit that go on, it almost seems not human, right? Like, 
You know what I mean? Like some of the shit that go on just seems like like non-human. Like, like giving like, like like just I don't know. Like the rate of people not giving a fuck about other people. It's just the fact that it's not that people don't give a fuck about other people. It's like enough people aren't in a position to help enough people in a way in a way that's sufficient to not to not create a not to not create dependency, but you know what I mean? When you it's for something to flourish. Yeah. Like, like it's it's not enough balance. We don't have enough balance to flourish. Right, because the corrupt like I feel like Because of the corrupted yeah, because of the like, corruptness. Yeah, the because of the corruption, the greed. The yeah, goes. but that that then you're you're weighing on like the human soul too, because the human soul will weigh harder on corruption and that's why it's so elevant. Yeah. Uh, re- not elevant, relevant in our lives and probably will be always in the mer- uh well in capitalistic in, societies. You are it's so it's just I I don't know. It's it's a weird thought because it's it's been there all the time. You look at history, it shows it's not changing. It's always gonna be there. Yeah. As long as you're in the part of the group that's the <clears throat> top tier, you don't give a fuck about what you're doing to anybody else. Yeah. And and to talk about soul research. Uh, it's, that's actually a classified black project. Like the way the like the it, I forget what program it was, but um, when they were experimenting with LSD, DMT, they found out that these drugs were not uh not mind altering, but mind expanding. So like the fact that we do have things that can expand the mind's consciousness to see into other dimensions, other realms to get different ideas and a whole different spectrum is ultimately what affects the soul. Like, and to understand more to the soul dreams, like uh, lucid dreaming, things of like the different sleep stages, such as uh, REM one, REM two, and uh, the four other stages. That type of research, I feel like, has not been talked about enough feel like, you know, ocean exploration and like areas like Antarctica, the Arctic Circle, uh, the Himalayas, the Tibetan Mountains, you know, deep in the South Andes, like in South America, like there are certain locations that are like, you know, they're black on the radar because supposedly like there isn't any human interaction, but I feel like there are things going on in these particular black sites that they don't want the public to know. It's kind of like with the, you know, um, <clears throat> like the ayahuasca root and its connection to like the universe and uh, the stars and everything of like um, the what? The ayahuasca. ayahuasca. What's Ay- that? Ayahuasca. Sorry for my ignorance. No, it's okay. No, no. If you had like you got the computer, you can look it up. But like the ayahuasca root, it's not connected it's to the internet. The, it's derived out of South America. Uh, there's a particular tribe that uses it yep. for certain rituals to attain enlightenment and to keep in balance with the earth's vibrations yep. and cores to maintain a natural balance of of keeping the world like how I don't mean to go to the religious text but like how the Bible was saying like you know we are to keep us at the earth. Yeah, I can't remember we watched we watched the fucking we watched the documentary on it. I remember me and you watched one together. Right. And just to see these people who had experienced it talk about it, 
just to see the look in their eyes, man, it, it just gave me the sense that it was some whole next level shit to experience, man. Because you go into a deep state that transcends everything you know as a reality. Kind of like the, I guess the it's the out of body experience is what people would call it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, have you ever had? Oh, oh yeah, my bad. Um, you ever had a dream, like, or like reoccurring dreams, or just like a cluster of just random dreams? Oh my god! But they're so like. They're realer than they're like you're sitting. Yeah, but they're they're <laughs> like you're sitting right here with like I can be. I'm talking to both of y'all right now, right? Right. But in my dream, I could be doing the same thing and be to like totally different. But it, you know, the whole situation. But it feels just as real as I'm sitting right here. So, and like you wake up semi in the dream, and you live it for like a little bit. It feels like a little bit, and then you wake up and you're like, what the fuck was that's, that because it feels so real as real as you seeing it was in your head while you were sleeping and it's like oh what the fuck is going on in there bro that's so crazy i was gonna say something about this earlier and i was like no nah, it's too dark for that but then you just brought that up and it's, it's crazy on the, on the trip back here from mississippi i was like sleeping in a fucking car and i was dreaming of fucking armageddon y'all don't fucking understand bro like, like the whole earth was just shaking and people was just running everywhere. It was like pandemonium, dog. It was right. like fucking crazy. Like, and I, like, I'm not trying to get dark. It's just no, no, you no, said no, that, no, like, no, that's no, what happened. Like, dark, I mean, I can, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just, I feel you. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're dreaming um, about Armageddon. Like, it was fucking Armageddon. It was like fucking, bro. I don't even know what had happened. I just know, like, everything was, like, fucking shaking. You can hear this loud ass shit, bro. And I was on edge the whole time. I woke up sweating. <laughs> but what I've learned in my life, because this is this is a reoccurring dream. And what I've learned in my life is what I've learned in my life is that happens. <laughs> it happens when I'm hot. I figured it out. My mind has to create a reason for why I'm running. Because, like, when my legs are hot, my mind has to create a reason for why my legs are, are hot. And so my mind dreams that I'm running from my fear. My biggest fear is death. And, like, the ultimate situation right, that I would yeah. want to go out would be Armageddon. Because it's like, that's when everybody coming with me. It'd be yeah. like, the end. I don't want to die. Like, you don't want to die for everybody. You know where you're <laughs> going when you die. Yeah, like, so... You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's the ultimate head. feel. You know what I'm saying? You know why you have that feel. dream is because you've been pushed to a limit where that was the option. Like, because that's the thing. Like, when you've lived, like, and I just put me as an example. Like, in Afghanistan, there was times where, like, I literally thought that that second I was going to die. Yeah. Like, there was times where... Like, not to die too deep, I was, like, doing, like, a phone call. It was, like, 3 in the morning, like, 3 a.m. out there in Afghanistan. I was talking to my dad, and I heard, like, <sighs> and when you hear that, you think, like, it's fucking more around. It's yeah, over it's with. Yeah. And I, I literally, I swear on everything I love, I told my dad, I love you. Mm. I love you. And I just did this. 
and it luckily blew up like the Hesco barrier behind the tent. Like luckily it just went deep enough where it didn't explode backwards. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. But I knew I knew the sound. I didn't have nothing on me. I was like, fuck. Uh, I told him I on everything. But that that's why I have dreams that are so vivid because. So My brain has so been late. activated at such a different level. Yeah. That that's so why you have yeah. You know, it's because your brain is processing now at a different level because the flight or the fight, fight, or flight risk yeah. is already three thousand times elevated from that one situation. Yeah, bro, I'm like I'm like I'm that's making it through EM, everything in my dream. Bro. EMTs, like, ER techs, you know, yeah. police officers. You know, any anybody that's ever been, like, really military, fucking just any high-stressful situation that activated your brain, you have really reactive Not dreams. Not military. You could be a street nigga with a gun pointed to your head. It's the same thing. Th- well, okay, what's the difference? Okay, no, on the I'm street, on you, you're making your money, you throwing a gun in no, your hand. That's the same thing the U.S. government like, did to me. Hey, look, lose weight. Threw a gun in my hand. It's the same thing being a fucking gang on the street. It really is. Yeah, it's the point that drives you to the point of focus. Like when your adrenaline peaks out at a certain point, you have chemicals that balances that makes these memories more vivid the way it it associates it with something. So like if yeah. it's a sound or like if you're like if you're impeding by a sound, certain sounds are tricky. If it's a smell or if it's a taste, like whatever it was that allocates to the reason I feel like it ties with that you know it with, with reoccurring dreams I'll, like depending on what aspect the dream is like I've had reoccurring dreams where it was more of like something I've had to do like it was like a puzzle like um, one dream I'll never forget it's like I can't make this up I was in a pyramid I, I feel like it was the great sphinx but it's like it was the shoot it's like some for some reason it's like you open it up and then the ground collapsed. Like everything around me from like a fifty foot radius just collapsed beneath me. And I'm like sliding down this chute. Eventually, like I'm gonna skip through like all the parts before, but it's like eventually like I get to the city underground. But like I go through first stop, I'm going down the chute, and it's like I, I hit a coffin. But it wasn't a coffin. It was like a. It was like an old Egyptian casket, and it opens up, and it was empty. Yeah. So naturally, it's like, okay. So I step inside of it. So when I step inside of it, it's like a hallway with like a bunch of different other hallways. But it's like one main hallway, and you just stay straight on this one main hallway. Like I've tried taking turns, and and the dream would end. It's like no. Like I'll take a turn. It'll be like different shit. Like one turn I took. A lion came, bit my face, and I felt the bite from my forehead underneath my jawline, and I woke up, and I could still feel it. Didn't go back to sleep, took a shower. Next night, I kept going, like, I got back in the same dream, went down the same hallway. I didn't take the turn, because I remember the last time. I was like, okay, if I take this turn, I'm going to get my fucking face spit off. So I kept going down, then I took another turn. The second time I took it, I went I went seven steps down to the right, and it brought me to like this mountain. All I did, all I remember was like it was dark, and then there was a small light. 
I touch the light and everything expands and it puts me in a different spot like instantaneously. Same dream, but just like a, I guess like a different plane. You were in the multiverse, homie. Right. But yeah, the metaverse. It's like, but I was in the, I was in this pyramid and it was these different halls, but eventually I figured it out. So I kept going straight and I got to the end and it was these three choices. I kept going straight down the middle. Well, when I went down the middle, it like took me down a flight of stairs where it had like these traps or whatever. Like if I step on it, it was like hopscotch. You had to throw a rock and whatever the number was, it was allocated with the stars and like certain uh, planets. It was a game of the planets, like pretty much uh, my planet was Saturn in the dream, which I found out later that ties to my Zodiac. So I don't know what the fuck this dream was about, but... I don't know what I don't know what the fuck this dream was about, but I feel like it, it holds deeper meaning than I can understand. But like I stopped having the dream after I got to this particular city. But um Was that to, city Oakdale? No, it's not Oakdale. I don't know where the fuck it was. <laughs> but it was fully furnished, lighted, and it was underground, deep underground. I don't know how far. I don't know. I don't know where the fuck I was. Earth is flat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just flat. I'm not, we, we ain't that far out. The, <laughs> we ain't that far out there in the world. Say, so yeah, I fucking my another one of my recurring dreams is like me running from the devil, and like one of the most notable ones I think was me hanging from the side of like this big ass pit that was like falling to this like fire, and uh, and I'm hanging from the side of a fucking shot clock. Yeah, a fucking shot clock, right? Way to fuck with me, mind. I know it's like my mind fucking with me, you know, because the game. what it is <laughs> what it is is I'm afraid of I'm so afraid of Christianity. I'm I'm so afraid of going to hell because of Christianity, like, you know what I mean? Cuz like to for, for me I feel like it's crazy how, you know, we were told like if we didn't believe in God, we were going to go to hell. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. No, no, you're no, you're a hundred percent true because Southern Baptist was pushed on me hard, and that shit. I and just, it, it's so right. it's so fearful. Bro, like so fearful. If in the South mostly. Yeah, know. but just like even life, you deal with Baptist, Pentecostal, Catholics. Uh, Catholics. It's all so doom and gloom, and like basically, it feels like you must obey. Or that you spend eternity. Obey or die. Like etern like you steal something and you spend your soul spends eternity in in incredible pain? Come on. Can, come on. Like if like if he really And then so but the fucked up part is is you wanna say come on and you wanna think about it, but if you do, you might go to hell. And so that's the point. Can't <laughs> <let> you know. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not a funny matter, it's, but like, it's not funny. It's so, so true, though. Because it's that's how you deal with it. Because it's like, of... I'm a man of logics now. I've grown up. I've grown up and I see the world from like my own way. And like from experience. You understand it from the physical. I'm going to put yeah. it that way. You know what I'm like, saying? So it's like, man, it's like, we talking right now. But it's like, you know, man, what a, you know, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> My personal opinion, with the like talks of the metaverse and everything else, like I do believe 
to a degree, it exists. It's a real thing. But the things that may <coughs> have been in place to control people, that's the reasons why you may think you go there, may not be a hundred percent accurate. And I don't I don't wanna tread light on this topic because I know it's a sensitive topic. But um it's there, like, I don't know, I've had experiences, everything with Ouija boards to spectral encounters. It's, and, we're all energy, or maybe, or, you know, maybe I could be losing my mind. Maybe I could just be seeing things like they say. But at the end of the day, you know, everyone's personalized experience comes indefinite through other things because not everyone is built to handle what there is to acquire for people to gain. I think there's a good chance for living. There's better chance for living. As you know, I feel like whatever is whatever is placed before me, I can overcome it because it's been exposed to me versus the cripple at the effects of its of its effects and to succumb to that and to just simply give up. I can't do that. So it's you know, with reoccurring dreams and things of these process, I feel like it should be engaged more as a challenge. Rather as a um, as an endurance. Okay, so you think of the Earth, right? The Earth is perfect, globe tilted, axis, whatever. Right. So you go into space, right? Right. Space is no gravity, right? Mm -hmm. But when you try to get to the core of the Earth, bottom of the ocean, what happens? Extreme gravity. Extreme pool. gravity pull. Okay. Negative, positive. Yeah, the attraction. negative and positive. positive what happens attraction. if we're just a big magnet? We're just all energy. True. I feel like with energy. That's deep, like, but I'm yeah, just it saying. is deep. But I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. Everything is energy. Everything is energy, which creates a vibration. And the ultimate key to like the ultimate key to manifesting this sound. You know, like damn, my shoulder. So oh, another another theory, sound. another theory of mine, of what we are. It ties into artificial intelligence, and the reason why we feel artificial intelligence is because I believe that we are the artificial intelligence that the that the Earth created to maintain itself. Yep. And we feel that the artificial intelligence is going to do to us what we do into the world, G. What you said earlier? What about the, the uh, oh, that's holy that's shit? Theory. That's a theory that I have. No, no that's, that's that's some that ties. That's a real so thing much. because you that think ties that, so much together. What happens if there's something right now? Can like on the because people hack and destroy the internet and destroy everything, <laughs> can get into anything. What happens if there's already AI out there doing that to everything on everybody? On Earth, on the government. That's, That's real Skynet. Like they, Skynet. they're they're really like there's maybe some deep dark real shit that we that we can't contain as humans. Yeah. And we we made billions of dollars on it and in Hollywood, right? AI, AI can expo expose that because once they start, if unless they created the, exactly to the T of the human conscious, it's. The idea behind technology is once it can self-contain and replicate itself like we do as humans. You know it what I'm saying? That's create, a creature. 
It can it AI might become a real creature. It really? can't it can't create the chemicals that we can unless it's synthetically processed, which unless they AI take it from us. It. No, AI could probably or in the tube right now. Thought. Floating around. That's what I said. I think it's it's I think it's a it's a good chance we live in a simulation. I really do. I feel like my simulation sucks sometimes. I'm like, I, gotta go to I gotta go to work. <laughs> work twelves and shit. Right. I picked the wrong simulation. <laughs> other dimensions, like basically, like yeah, we have this realm, or by realm, like we live in the third realm. Mm-hmm. There's like nine realms total, but like basically, like we have what we know as our observable universe, and everything outside of that is either a vacuum or gamma radiation waves like they can't be registered or processed by the human eye because of the the metaphysical plane that it sits on where am i getting this don't ask me it's just something from you mm. know from the ether it's just speculation <clears throat> but you know to say like fourth dimensional thinking is being able to commit it's like you could literally look someone in the eyes and not say a damn word, but you can understand everything that they're saying just by how their eyes are going left to right, up to down, how their breathing is. It's kind of the way like how dolphins and whales use sonar to emanate and receive information. Also alleged to be one of the classified UF uh, classified alien species that have been discovered. You know that movie Avatar, like the planet like with all the hunters and the blue people. Supposedly, they're like lime green. They just went with blue to kind of like capsulize the emotion behind the movie. So they chose blue for that alien race rather than they exposed the original race, which is actually a light green, kind of like what we're used to, like with the elongated head and the wide eyes. That is bullshit, Those are actually the grays. I could have been green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> green. Green. That's bullshit. But that's only because like their son's hue is like ninety percent like red. Like it, their hue produces a red. So like our grass is green, their grass might be purple. So just imagine walking out and having purple grass everywhere. Like the whole world's just purple. And you got like orange water, but the blue water we have here is orange there. It'd be like that D12 song. Yeah, but it's like fucking blood red, but they still attain light because their chemistry balances with that element of that particular part of the universe, which is why I feel like we shouldn't fuck with the laws of nature. But at the same time, it's cool. If you, if you can pull it off, man. It is what it is, man. Right? It is what it is, man. If you can pull it off, man, tell me, man, write a book. <laughs> I'll be here. Man, it's been, we've been deep. It's been, and I ain't gonna have to edit shit hardly. Right, yeah, I love, I'm loving this one. Yeah, you could touch base on it, but yeah, like, uh, just watching these different documentaries and stuff. Like, supposedly, we have life within our universe. Like, it's been known Mars. We figured out Mars had water before they disclosed Mars had water. We figured out those pyramids on Mars, too, before Mars, like, before NASA disclosed that Mars had pyramids on the other face because they tried to recreate a Merkaba which is a, kind of the same simulation of how the pyramids were engineered. But the people who built the 
pyramids and the Maya pyramids, those were good people. People the, from Mars. The giants Mars. built them pyramids. Which goes into the Nephilim or the Anunnaki? Yeah, the Anunnaki. Because that's the. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. the Nephilim would have fallen angels. And the Nephilim is what created the Anunnaki after the angels made love with man and then the demigods were formed and then demigods intercepted with man so the gene was broken down but we have it but it's just been displaced between so many different breakdowns which is why we continue to mix those races to create the perfect race between God and man I feel but Yep. It just goes into a perplexed that information has been lost, burned, displaced, or kept secret because people would get the. Some people like to take a little bit and run with it. It's like they get a little bit of something and then they build a story off of it. Then the story becomes a sub story. So I do feel like in a way it has to be controlled, but damn man, like why are so many stupid fucking people out there? <laughs> I got I got a, I got a question for y'all. Uh okay. So you look at American history. Completely terrible. Right. No even you can you can start right here on this notepad and just list. It's right there. I wish that was like for every other country too. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, just out there on the news, media, everything. Because, yeah, the shit that's happened sucks. But if it that shit didn't suck, we wouldn't be sitting at the table together, I guess. You know, and it sucks. You know, you can't get no way around it. But it seems like when you look at the United States as a whole, everything from the beginning to the end is documented. On paper, bringing to life shit's changing, horrible everywhere. Why can't that be for other countries too? You know what I'm saying? I feel like the European colonies have uh, less harsh, <clears throat> less like you know they don't have as harsh regulations. Like they have the, they understand the harshness of their conditions, and they allow their people to speak the freedom of change. Most parts, I'm a, you know, I would say France, places like Czech Republic, Czechoslovakia, Bulgaria, Romania, Greece, Italy, Spain, Portugal. Um, what's the other place? I'm trying to think of Norway, Sweden, and uh, Ireland. Been through Ireland. Yeah, so like those countries like that. People can say whatever the fuck they want. If you get offended, that's on you because you should be an adult. Like, they teach their kids early. Like, how Russia's be drinking vodka at, like, seven and eight years old. Like, fucking plowing the pasture in, like, negative 10 degrees Celsius for their metrics because zero degrees Celsius is, the, like, freezing point. Right. Like, they measure in Celsius. We measure in uh, Fahrenheit. Yeah, Fahrenheit. Yeah, but it's working in like negative four, negative ten degree conditions. It's like it's it's tough. And yeah. People are built different, and I feel like in Western, uh, I feel like in the Western part of the world, in America, South America, Mexico, 
we're conditioned differently because of the rest. We're conditioned more on capitalism and the Eastern theology is more conditioned on the philosophical and the religious aspects. So those people home more dire to the quality of life versus the person who's living for capital gains. The person who's living for capital gain has nothing to lose, but the person who's living for the moral quality has everything to offer, which is why the Chinese is winning. Think about it, like on the ancient Chinese secret, man. They don't say much. Well, no, I mean, I mean, they're, they're not really. really they're not really they have regulated. ghosts. Like, no, they're not really have, regulated. That's why they win. It's man, like they got their you know mean? policy, boy. You better read yeah. that. They yeah. sleep. Yeah, don't. They yeah, because you can't. They can't be broken. I mean, we can talk about it. We're based out of America, so it they don't really fucking code. matter. But no, they didn't crack the code. They do whatever the fuck they, they want. want. That's and what I'm the saying. world That's don't do I'm shit they to They do them. what they want to do. Let's just say that they do what the fuck they want to do. I don't you oppose their government? You oppose. I stand up and say, I hate America. You do that in China, say, I hate China. You're going to jail for the rest of your, your life. life man. Yep. You the might, rest of your you, life. You might face a fire squad. Yeah, they're going to fuck you <laughs> up. Well, you they, 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 have, they have internment camps changing <laughs> Islams into the Chinese code, dude. Yeah, and there's man. a whole BBC thing about it. Like, it's real shit. Like, what the Chinese... The Chinese are doing what the fucking what the Germans do. did back what in the day, but do. modern day, and no one is doing shit about it because yeah. everybody owes them money because they bought all their cheap shit for years through China that was made from child labor and God knows nah, what chemicals. In, nah, China depends on somebody. Yeah, but we're the same thing because we're their asset. We're their money. So they need us just as much as we need them, technically. Uh, when you go to the Dollar Tree and you go and field stockings up, and that shit don't say made praise. in the like United I States. I kind of trigger something, but they ain't going to give them that much praise. They in, you know, they in, they in hand in hand with Africa right now. You know that rapper Akon? Mm-hmm. He signed a contract for power project. The Chinese gave him $1 billion. <clears throat> he paid it back with interest. The healthy interest. Enough to make him smile, they say. <laughs> he raked in $8 billion, Restoring power to, you know, basically building power in third world countries yep. to profit his game. So that's where the market is. At. Like, for people who say, like, Africa's just like, just a bunch of starving blacks. Like, there are white people. For one, I want to say there are white people in Africa, but they're. I used to work. I used to work different. with this. Uh, I used to work with a with a with a white guy in uh, South Africa yeah, named Dylan. Sure. Shout out Dylan. Uh, I used Shout to work Dylan. with uh, Support Three Hundred Five because uh, I'm in like IT and shit. Yeah, um, I get a lot of South. Yeah, I get. I've you know I've live streamed and I've gotten a lot of support from South Africa. I've got support from uh, Egypt, Morocco, <coughs> Sierra Leone. <coughs> Um, you know, just to say that all of that ties into what I'm about to say is like with with that power plant project and the amount of money and the amount of resources to say that there was a slave trade roughly 400 years ago. Who's to say that the next capital market gain is precious metals and minerals? 
fourth world wars to be fought with sticks and stones. What are your precious sticks, the staffs, the people who rule the world? And what are your stones? All the money that's behind it. It's going to be a game of uh, capital interest. And then that's when the, I don't know, supposedly the market's supposed to fall if the New World Order thing goes through, break the dollar and create a $1 currency. Sounds like fun. Sounds great. I love it. <laughs> I'm in it. What's up, y'all? Cleave. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Bringing it to you live on Third Coast Podcast. From all angles, all aspects, all grounds. Check us out on 5,000 W's. With Third Coast Podcast. Come on, you want to play another beat? Pause. No, you can yeah, you can clip that. Yeah, I did that on purpose so you could like sample it. You see, I brought the. You wanted a moment of silence just yeah, for a minute. I, I just wanted to do that because I feel like man, I did that for later. You know, that's not for now. Of course, you're gonna. I gotta make you work a little bit, baby. Come on, man. y'all made me work a lot for the, the shout out bonus pre pre Christmas Eve, whatever it was. It was yeah. that was. uh Two hours and 20 minutes of content edited down to like 28 minutes plus the intro song. So, included, yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, bad, was dude. Bad. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, I'll leave that night. <laughs> I, I was so dark. I remember what I said to that. I went pretty dark that night. Shit, man, I'm feeling it, man. I might freestyle on some shit. Let me get out this little mid blade. <laughs> Hold up, man. Don't be doing that. Nah, you're not going to do that. I touch the swords in there. Nah, because the spice, <laughs> So if y'all don't know what's going on, Kaleev is touching a samurai sword right now. Because I'm feeling the energy. I'm feeling the energy right now, man. Just, Just got to touch something? Yeah. All I want to do is touch it. But yeah, this is Third Coast. Y'all know where to find us at uh, on all major streaming platforms. Uh, make sure you check out our Facebook because I'm in charge of that so it gets constant uh, shitty memes on it and drops of all the local businesses and artists that have been featured on the podcast. Uh, shout out, we're almost to 20k streams. Uh, I don't know what's going on with South and North Dakota, Delaware, but hey, if y'all know someone from there and y'all listening right now, make sure y'all tell them to check us out. Uh, shout out to Texas. Um, like 40 different counties in Texas now. So uh, I don't know why y'all like us, but uh, you know, I don't care. The Cowboys are 10 and 4 right now. <laughs> Gotta hate. What? What? Y'all act like y'all cowboy fans in here. Oh, I believe Black and Gold. I believe Black and Gold. Said, <clears throat> right back. So since we brought up football, let's go. Right. Since we brought up football, let's go there. Um, as a Saints fan, I felt like I was because, like, what I don't like about Cowboy fans, what I don't like about like a lot of other different types of fans is that whether or not their team is winning, they gonna support it. Yeah. 
Like I I don't feel it because like then and then they just be like feeling like it's gonna be the Super Bowl every year no matter what. There was a lot of years where that team was like vastly under like 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 underachieving, but like every year it just felt like they were gonna make it to the Super Bowl <laughs> every year, bro. That's Cowboy fans, and it's just like and and that's why like this year when when them people said man we good with taste with with, with Trevor Simeon, I was like, all right, man. <laughs> Y'all threw in the towel, man. They threw in the towel. They threw it in. <laughs> they really did. Bro, they threw the towel They're in, They're like, man. man, fuck this shit. Man, fuck this shit, man. We're going to try to get you. If you don't want to come back, fuck it. <laughs> like, man, fuck it. He sent him a picture of him golfing in Hawaii barefooted. Like, man, that dude made all... He Y'all gave... And why would you even want Drew Brees back? That's all a publicity stunt because I watched Drew Brees suck for the last four goddamn years. As a, he could, that's why they de, they developed a whole game plan. Sean Payton has, and that's why quarterbacks ain't fucking achieving in New Orleans right now because they developed a game plan behind a dying quarterback's arm. His arm was depleting, and so they developed them dump passes, them screens, them little fucking plays, and maybe a splash play every now and again if the defense comes in. It's not like it was at the beginning. No, it wasn't. Those seam route plays and shit. Remember the seam route plays he used to hit all the time? That's what they was good for. And that's why Michael Thomas stopped. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot of reason why Michael Thomas has been out and sitting for two years because – it was not about what would produce the offense in the best way. It was more about how long we can keep Drew Brees there because he won the Super Bowl with us. Yep. And I feel like it sucks, but I think Sean Payton needs to go too. I think we need a new coach. I think I think we really do. I mean, not me. I mean, Sank's organization needs a new coach. Cause you think Mickey Lewis? You think Mickey, so you said Mickey Lewis needs to go? No, Sean Payton needs to go. I I feel like I feel like Sean is the right coach. I feel like Sean is the right coach. I feel like more than anything, more than anything, we just need a quarterback. I I think we need to go get Jimmy G, son. I think Jimmy G with fucking with Sean Payton would be a good combo. We need to go get Jimmy G because we got a good defense right now. We can't give it up right now. Not right now. Not right now. What about Russell Wilson? Not right now. Nah. He ain't going to come. And then he's going to be too pricey because we still need to spend on the defense. Let's be honest. We still need to spend on the defense. Cornerbacks. We still need to spend on the defense. So we got to go Jimmy G with this thing. If we can, if we can show up the corner. And the thing is... You may be right because as my entire life as a Saints fan, we have never been able to figure out the fucking cornerback position. We have never cornerback or quarterback before Drew Brees. You never. look 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 before Drew Brees Bro, remember, came. Remember watching Aaron Brooks just drop back and throw the ball into the ground. He did not care, bro. I used to throw oh, yeah, it. He used to kill me, bro. He used to One just drop I swear he And go laugh and sit on the bench. And they paid him all that money. Bro, they gave that boy that money, man. That nigga said, fuck this. I'm not even doing this. It hurts my heart. 
I could, I could say, honestly, like, being a person outside of sport, like, I love sports. I love the heart of the sport. I love the effort that goes behind the sport, the plays, you know, the, the whole aspect of it. But whenever people get die hard about it and, and they just start put, they pour everything into it. Nah, so. Like, they please, know, like, like, you know how some people, they act like they know, like, like, I know you and Joe, like, I know y'all are prime Candidates for me to go to if I were to acquire information about sports. Anything I ask, anything I know, anything I don't know, I could go to YouTube. But you got some people out there that just <laughs> you at the bar, right? Like I might be a crew, like on Broadway and Tenth or, or wherever it is on Colfax, and and the game's on. It's like you know, the, you know, it's like that guy right there. It's like he, he's shouting about the quarterback. Back when Breeze was in his prime, you know, post post Super Bowl, it's like I guess it was like maybe the first <laughs> the first two years, man. It just I don't know. There's people who talk about sports, they don't know. They get too deep into it. They get aggressive about it, <laughs> and it just it, it throws my hands up in the situation. It's like man, I can't get into it because like so. Speaking in a it, way, in a way, I feel like it's something that they may be passionate about that I don't know, mm-hmm. or for the simple fact that I could possibly be right and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. So I don't know. It's Speaking of it, I'm at a Miami versus Bethune Cookman game. Uh, it was it was a good game, uh, but when I was like out, like on the like corridor and shit, I was just like walking. And this dude, he just saw it. He's like walked up to me, son. He was drunk and shit. Like he was ready to fight and shit. So I stepped up to him, like, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah, you know Like, nah, man, you I don't know you like this. So like, right? So like, and then all of a sudden his friends just came up behind him and was like, come on, dog, he's just drunk, he's just drunk. My bad, man, my bad, man. I'm like, man, this shit here, man. Some like I, I know what you'd be talking about, like, man, that, that environment might be the type of environment be, where the hostility makes it some dudes just be like, it, it enables and, people yeah. it enables people to be something greater than they are. Which <laughs> 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 and it defeats the purpose of going to the game and simply enjoying either if they won with good strategy or if they lost due to acquisition. Right. The people forget themselves when it comes to the game and they put themselves in the game like they were coach or they were the quarterback or they were the wide receiver or they were the ones that made the touchdown. You know what's what's so funny? The first Saints game I actually got to go watch was a preseason game and they played the Vikings and they lost bad, bad. But it was so lit. So you go in there, everybody... Just purple, uh, purple, <laughs> purple, fucking uh, black and gold, just everywhere. Just I'm talking about jerseys. Just it's dope. And uh-huh. even though they lost, it was the perfect, it was the perfect Saints experience for me because they did lose. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, because <laughs> I watched them lose so much on TV. <laughs> so why not go watch them lose live? You know, right type shit. Is this safe to tell the the story from Donaldsonville? Oh man. man, like what killed it for sports for me. This is what killed it for where, sports. Where was this at? Donaldsonville. This was a high school football. This was when I was in high school. Like, 
Like me. You talking about back, when we when the Oakdale Warriors lost? Yeah, like yeah. we went to our first district game. Oh, dude, yeah, lunch. dude. Nah, yeah, man. I was I was playing in the band up in you there, dude, the on the trombone. Oh, bro. Bump. Warrior <laughs> fever. Behind the backdrop of what was really going on. But oh man, look I was on oh I was in the crowd and it was bad. Like basically it was They got fucking real dude, they got beat bad. It was such a long ride up there too. I had to ride that old bullshit ass butt. Man, they were ready to shoot shit that night. I feel like that's probably why I have back problems now. Man, when we went to the game, they had metal detectors at the game. I'm like, damn, this a high school football game. Not knowing, like you know, people pack it everywhere they go. You know, you go to the DMV to get that. You know, their renewal, they got it on them. They go into the grocery store, they got it on. Like this is a place that is not the they end of mind. They have like one on Detroit them. or Baton Rouge or Chicago or Los Angeles or like a place like that. This is like one of those places it, at the at the time being, and you know, go to this game, room for the team. <laughs> Our team is getting swag. And then when they were play. undefeated the whole year too. Yeah, like we went, we both teams went undefeated, and uh, you know, we were fifteen and zero that season. With the district, <laughs> they were fifteen swag. and up. We got fucking swagged by athletes that were like six five six. <laughs> they were big. They were artillery sevens, yeah, the four boys. twos, yeah. like you know the four fours, the like the gold. Nice. Yeah, they was nice. Like yeah, they were nice like a there. four. They were a four A or four B school. It was close to five A. But yeah, they were damn nice. Oh, tell y'all had that one chance at glory. Man, nah, man. I mean, we had Ain't, some shine, but you know, they knew who to took out. Like, they knew exactly who to take out. You know, from the kickoff, from the halftime, whenever yo got hurt. Like, I mean, I, like that that's a game that I'll never forget because not only did they play dirty, but they fans did too via rap circle <laughs> when the me and the gang was holding it down for the team and you know, niggas was trying to trying to flesh me. Like a nigga had a camera on me, right? It took my yeah, it took my dog for me to play. Like, it took my dog to say, Cleve, look out, this nigga recording you. And I looked to my left and he put his phone down. It's like what the fuck is like like at this point, like I'm ready to fight at this point, like man, it's like it, it wasn't no games at this point. It's like they trying to do everything and anything to entice some shit, but you know that's that was years ago. This is now, and I feel like sports, all in the same. You got like those type of people that add a tox, like they they add toxic behavior to that environment. I love sports, but I just hate the toxic, like the toxicity that comes with it. And. And there's a possibility that it may be all rigged. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then there's that, which ultimately kills any discussion of sports. For me, I hate when it gets to that point. Like, I always try to be naive to just, like, not go to. But at the end of the game, it's it's rigged. Oh, yeah. Got a paycheck. Oh, yeah. They have their role to play. 
Sometimes you got to take a fall. You get the coach to give them some bad plays to counteract with the... No, they just use the referees now. Oh, yeah. it's the refs now? Yeah. Nice. You know, they're passing down the responsibility <laughs> that was once in the commissioner's board. So I do see that things are changing. I also saw that now they start from the 25-yard line. Yeah. The when was that implied? Recently, like the I, kickoff I return is the kickoff return is irrelevant now. Like, now. Back in my day, it was from the twenty yard line. Twenty yard line. Yeah, <laughs> you only had a fifth of a chip. Now you giving the boys a quarter. You making them wait now. <laughs> you got the boys running less of a stretch. Like man, like you got ignorant motherfuckers <laughs> in the south <laughs> like that that just get. Belligerent about the passion of what it used to be and what it ain't, <laughs> what it is, and what it's gonna be. Like you got different <laughs> kinds of volumes whenever it comes to, to sports, and I love the passion behind it. I just wish I could support it more. That's a drink to that. <laughs> well, as a kid, man, watching the Saints. And Bruce was a quarterback, dog. <laughs> man, it, it wasn't about it the wasn't crowd. about the team, man. Was he it, looking it, at it the wasn't, crowd? It wasn't about the team. <laughs> it wasn't about nothing else. It was just man, man. This man made millions of dollars, man, playing football. Man, that boy dropped back, man. Throw the ball into the ground. Like he looking man, at where it's gonna and go and laugh and, and go like, sit on the bench. It's not like he ain't got players, man. He had players, man. He had Joe, Joe Horn. Horn. He had Joe Horn. He wasn't fucking with him, man. Like I feel like he was a hoe at practice. Yeah. Some shit the way he was throwing the ball. Like man, he bro, Aaron Bruce be on that. Was on that hoe. I don't know. Man, you got to establish a communication with your team. Man, yeah, man, that dude was tripping, man. He ain't give a shit. He didn't care. You can tell, man. If you watch his nigga play, you know he ain't care. And I'm, 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 I'm right, right. I'm only going based off of what I've seen of his his um, sportsmanship on the college. And then he did the same thing at the Raiders too. Yeah. He went See, to the Raiders, had, the Raiders had one good he had one good season at the Raiders, and they paid him a whole bunch of money. And he did the same thing, well, sat down a, on him, got him a little chicken, sat down. But do you blame them though? They used to kill motherfuckers back in the day before they put in like protocols to protect true. from CTE. No, but you know what I'm saying. Nah, I uh oh. <laughs> but yeah man like he just like I don't know bro he didn't care they give him money he just don't care just check out and regardless if that's what it was that's what it was though everybody was like come on man think of like running backs you know what I mean how bad they've been treated like over the years like yeah, as far backs. as like with pay like so the, the 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 pay discrepancy between a running back and the way that quarterbacks was getting killed at that time was like fucking equal in a way. You know what I mean? Because shit, them boys still made money. Running backs been getting shat on for years, man. Because the life expectancy is just six years. Well, really like three years. Not even that, really. It's probably even lower now. What to maintain the efficiency that they were outputting. The speed. The speed. Mm-hmm. The yeah. speed. The speed is the thing. That's why Alvin Kamara was so good and they drafted him. Uh, he was a third-round running back at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But I think 
by him being a third round running back at Tennessee has allowed him to elevate so, and yeah. to be healthy enough to stay at that speed at mm-hmm. the next level, if that makes sense. Yeah, because they didn't really play him Because he was an ability running back. Mm-hmm. He just kept his physical form up to par. Yeah. His workouts are crazy, too. Yeah, different people have different workouts, too. Like, I've noticed they're like different body types. Like, if you're tall and slim, tall with a belly. Or if you're like sort of stocky or broad shouldered or you know, it's like everybody like has like their own methods and own diet based off of uh quality and build. You know, it's like I've been kinda like looking more into like the chicken and broccoli diet. I've been feeling a lot better, you know, doing that. It's like a it's a lighter way of eating, but at the same time it's like a green green vegetables has like a lot of calcium. So it's like you need that whenever you play sports and it's like diet is like a a quality thing whenever you're you're dealing with an instructor who's building off of these different workouts and these different diets based off of the qualities that you're ingesting on a daily basis. Like one day it may be like protein, vitamin D, vitamin B, but then the next day, you know, you know, you're going for, you know, muscle mass or you know, you're you're aiming at different target points, if you will, to incline these workouts. And we sit down and had a long recording tonight. How long? <laughs> Include uh, hold up. Uh as we sit probably about like two hours. Two hours and about three minutes. I ain't feel like it was that long. I thought it was like an hour and 30. Right. You just get sucked into the wormhole of podcasting. It's always fun. You're like, well, yeah, you got organized and all this stuff. It's like all over the place tonight. No, it ain't bad. No, it's a lot better than it was for the other one. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> the other one, the, the raw copies of them, that... Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's depleted. It makes it makes no sense. It was just like everybody's trying to talk, <laughs> like <laughs> like everybody, you know, it's just like everybody just wants to get that point across, and it just was like a whole bunch of cross conversations. It was it don't make good for listening ears, you know. Right. You gotta allow the balance. You gotta let. They don't make good for hey, listening. Man, that's what I'm saying. Belligerent. on that one. Yeah, it was that. But like this, I only got like a couple little things I gotta do, and it ain't nothing. Nothing comparatively speaking to try to go back and listen through like minutes of just like stuff like I got to cut out. Right. <laughs> We were like, okay, this whole section here got to go. Yeah, that's what I did. It was about a section. It wasn't just about a What's funny about that is, like, and I would try to, like, piece it together, right? So I would find, like, a section (laughs) that was good. And it would be, like, two or three good minutes, right? Mm -hmm. And then it just goes off the Richter scale. So I got to, like, stop it. And then I got to try to find where it goes back to normal. And at one point, it went like 25 minutes 
straight twenty five minutes straight of just what what are y'all talking about? And then it was like cross conversations, and then we'd get back on a conversation, and it was just just like a roller coaster of what was going on. So. That's why two hours of content got cut down to twenty eight minutes, <laughs> plus <laughs> plus the intro. But like this, I mean, yeah, this this has got good quality, right? Got some longevity. It was cool connecting with you fellas like that. It was right? Cool. Yeah, it's on <laughs> yeah, it's on a different storytelling. And now yeah. you're in the Third Coast podcast cap capsule now forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, always time. welcome yeah, always, always welcome so, yeah, like whenever you stopping by and now you can bring third coast with you to Colorado and tell everybody about yeah. them and then go up and then go up to South uh, South Dakota or North Dakota and tell them <laughs> why, they ain't, why the fuck they ain't yeah, listen to they, us I wanna go up there I feel like Man, I feel like it ain't shit. I know they ain't really live like that. I'm gonna just go turn it up. I'm trying to go turn it up though. You feel me? Like just go out there with a bunch of. Man, when I think of North South Dakota, that's what you gotta do. Wow, man. You gotta go to a bar out there, man. Like I think of just and give it out to the whole town. I might be wrong for them. Like I bet they got some nice houses out there, but I be thinking either nice houses in the country or trailers in the country. But it's just all country. And I feel like the, the type of people that are in North and South Dakota, like Delaware, they like up class and shit. So it's a lot of uh, real estate to be inquired upon. You heard what the said you gotta do? What? You gotta go to South Dakota, on your station, you ain't gotta listen to you. you gotta buy a bar and buy the whole town out and record a podcast to. Sponsors out there, man. That's what you gotta do, man. Yeah, you gotta probe them. Yeah. Probe them like they're doing. Because then everybody gonna be like, you know what, we gotta tell this. And it's, it's not just, a, it's not about South Dakota. It's about everybody else. Because they're gonna be like, okay, cool. This nigga's legit. You know what I'm saying? Type shit. Gotta probe them, man. You gotta get in there and. Respect the situation. Figure out what's happening. Get a tour. Get a tour. We're going to get a bar tour. Yeah, a bar tour to all the places that I ain't listened to you yet. And like, you could even like film it. Do the research. Be cool. Go to Bismarck. <laughs> That'd be real cool. Bismarck has a nice bar scene in South Dakota. We go to the capital city. Hit downtown. We can get that bass, I'll even get on the guitar with you, you know, just to give like an open introduction to kind of warm them up to the, the process, yeah. some aesthetics of like, uh, what is it, uh, hospitality, yeah, give us some, give them a little bit of that. Sprinkle it on there. No, y'all done that in the beginning. Uh, sprinkles. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. uh. Since, you know, Christmas is over with now, and we're looking forward to 2022 and what the next year has in store for us. Something new. Yeah, something new. 2022, something new. That's the resolution. You know, you know, most people have like, I want to lose weight and do this and do that. And I think like next year, I'm just going to try to give more back because I was able this year to, you know, donate to... St. Jude's, I was able 
uh, do community free service, you know, not court ordered. Yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, <laughs> I always donate to the uh, the little Bap- the Baptist thrift store, even though I'm not a Baptist, but I like what they do, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, donate us some stuff, and we're going to sell it at a cheap price, and we just keep it. You know, it's generating like new because you can go there and get any. It's good for some people if yeah, you don't have money. They should. They it should be more shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And then it's recycling, and you know, it's giving back. You're not. You don't need it. Give back to it. You know, more yeah. people need to give back. But uh, fuck losing weight. I want to give more back to the community and more back to like everybody. Not even just like my family, but just friends, family, and community. Everything. Yeah, and hopefully I can be like a peer of like strength where people look on that and say so like, hey, look what Joe does. He goes to work and he comes home and tries to help the community. I want to be like that. And I feel like if I can do that, it would inspire more people around my age to do that. And we can be the change. You know, yeah, most do, man. I totally agree. It, it is here. And Oak, Oakdale is shitty, but it is here. There's the potential Maybe it's, to be something greater. Maybe it's up to us to accept the the responsibility of growing the tree we never get the shade for. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a, right. bro. That's my favorite. That's my favorite quote, man. You know, a civilization grows great when old men plant trees in shade who's, who they know they'll never see it. Yeah, that's great. And that's I think it. Saying. I think it's really there, and it's like trickling down. But I feel like. There's other people around that's doing the same thing, like shout out Loomis. Yeah. Shout out uh fucking uh golly uh damn I thought about Zealand for a second. Hmm. RIP. But uh there's a lot of people trying to do stuff in our community to try to make it better and you know. Yeah. Yeah, and those that contribute to that great effort, you know, it, it doesn't even go without Receiving a value of appreciation, but just to know that that effort was placed there without notice, like you know, just because you wasn't there to see it, doesn't mean that the progress wasn't taken to be made, you know, available. Speaking <laughs> of that, one of uh, episodes far back, a couple years back, was Edwards, and he talked about how. Uh, his uncle brought him a guitar at like 12 and his uncle didn't play guitar but he said like this is what you wanted I brought you a guitar learn how to play it got Charles a guitar because that's what he wanted because he seen me playing the bass the other day you know the motherfuckers in there trying to strum it already and he was like hey look it's missing strings and I was like hey look I know it's missing strings <laughs> I said me and Uncle Cleve gonna get that sorted no, out no, 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 no but uh, okay so like on the bass you have the uh, balls on the end of the string right Right. so on this guitar he has three strings came fretted up already right but they put like some plastic stuff on the bottom three strings Yeah. and uh but they're not bald at the bottom of them. It's like it's twisted in a weird way around the bottom. Yeah, basically, oh yeah, they have it uh, double knotted, which is um, like for nylon strings, which is mostly used for starter guitars. Like 
If a nylon string breaks, it won't break skin. It'll just like it'll feel like a pinch. Oh, so that's why they have them yeah, little strings. Just, yeah, like it's just a different texture for the string. But like, even though it's a practice guitar, it's like for safety measures. Oh, I did. So I thought that they just didn't string it. Ah uh, no! Like if anything goes, yeah, like you would have to restring it. But the bottom three strings, of course, they would have to be like a nickel plated wound. Yeah, which is a. Uh, more dangerous because it's like it, that's what ultimately creates the calluses like it's those smaller strings versus like the thicker strings but um but yeah like uh I, speaking of that it reminds me like I'm taking my daughter's guitar because she's been strumming and playing and been uh feeling vibes like she knows she has two strings missing but like she's still a great singer she just turned seven in October. I mean, How's that, that feel? Man, it makes me feel old. For one, like to think like eight years ago, I was falling asleep in the pussy and conceiving the Go, child. Like, come on, man. No, I can't. <laughs> yeah, you gotta no, I'm going to leave that one. I'm not even going to make a note about it. It's lost yeah, now. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> How far we're deep into it? Yeah, man. People, yeah. But for the most part, like, now, like, Seeing her grow up and seeing her interact with different things, like different shows, different kids, like her social skills are well above mine whenever I was a kid. So as far as like making friends and like introducing herself to kids, she has no problem with. But she also knows like there's a boundary, but she like asks a simple question like, what's your name? When's your birthday? Um like, who's who? Like, are y'all brother, sister, cousin, niece, nephew? Yeah, she want to know. Yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> she, she want to know. It's like, man, she just be going off. It's like, by the end of the day, it's like, yeah, my best friend, Kate, she's... It's like going off. That sounds like Alyssa. Everybody's her best friend. It's like, man, it's like, you just make best friends with everybody, don't you? It's like... It's like, you know, it's like I resume my, my daily efforts into like getting the day done and making sure dad does what dad needs to do. It's like making sure she's fed, bathed, clothed, ready for bed, wake <laughs> up, get up, get breakfast, do our daily activities, whatever it may be. Do calls. I have a 10 year old and a, and a 6 year old. We all got two her kids. Two boys? Mm -hmm. Yeah, my niece is 13. And, uh, my nephew's 11. And, uh, my daughter is 7. And she's got like cousins, like close in age, like 11, 10, and 6. Two, two or 6. Yeah, it's just like, man, with kids, like, Christmas just passed, so like, I'm glad Christmas is over because kids are, like, I found out this year that kids are ungrateful. They really are, dude. Like, man, they get a gift, it's like, well, I wanted this this year, they got it, so can I trade gifts with, <laughs> cool. it's like, whoa, like, <laughs> wow. first of all, let me tell you something, it's like, you need to sit down and pump the brakes. 
Because what you get is what you ask for at the beginning of the year is what you ultimately deserve. It's like, I understand, like, like say if a kid lists five things and you only get, like, one or two things out of the five things. That's just, like, the bare minimum. And then that kid has the audacity to come back <laughs> and to say such a thing. And I think... It's a problem. It's, oh, I got to think it, this it ties around, mind. but I think this ties around to what I was speaking to in the beginning was it's for nothing, really. <laughs> it really ain't. It's really for it's nothing. It's really for nothing. It's like for you to feel that much. It's really for nothing. Over nothing. That's why, like, Christmas time now, I stay at home. Yeah. I stay at home, and like, I got gifts. I got gifts for, you know, all the nieces and nephews, the whole slew of fucking Willis kids out there but I stay at home because I'm not doing that social thing where we're playing who has the most money and family can do that right so when and even if you have like me baby mama and other grandparents and stuff you know they gonna do whatever they're gonna do but you keep it isolated like look this is you don't try to put it all together because motherfuckers if they know that like you're doing all the gifts and it's family around they bring out a pony or something <laughs> to give to their kids in front of you you know <laughs> even though they don't have po- they don't have pony money but they, yeah, they got that they motherfucking got that pony walking through the front door you know what I'm saying <laughs> and you're sitting there like hey I got you $20 in V-Bucks <laughs> Right. And it's like, fuck that. If you want to see me, you want to see me on holidays, you come to my house and we can do little small gift exchange. Yeah, I, I love you. Is. I'm glad to see you're still alive, but take your ass on. You know what right. I'm saying? I don't want to play money games with you. Yeah, shout out to I play money games with Cleco and the landlord enough. <laughs> right. I got no room for nobody else. Right, yeah. For people who make things festive, shout out to James and Randy. They do the dirty Santa every year, which is like you can get a dirty gift. It could be like a leotard, a loin, if you will. Like it could be a speedo. You know, it could be oh. a novelty boob. It oh. could be oh. a, a frying pan oh. with a, a novelty egg. Like it's you know, you can bring anything to dirty Santa to spice things up or a pair of slippers, and you know, it's just like a simple game where you pick a gift, like you draw a number. You get the gift, <laughs> and then the next person up, they can either steal your gift, or you can choose a personal gift of your own. And you know, the game continues until all of the gifts have been received, and you go home with the Dirty Santa giveaway. So my question is, have you ever wore a sp- uh, Speedo before, Cleve? <laughs> I have never worn a Speedo before. You Come never catch me. No, I've never worn a Speedo. No, you ain't never lived. Ain't never this dream See, between the cheeks. Nah, I mean, I, I freeballed on the beach, you know. It's like, you know. Like, so, uh, you, you in the Speedos? That's what you do? Nah, I, oh, I ain't man. never really. Oh, all right. <laughs> look, look. <laughs> if, uh, shout out to the last, because I did, I was able to salvage the part where 
<laughs> talk about me being like fucking Chewbacca walking uh, in right? the yard. <laughs> yeah, but you like, gotta get a, a like a Bigfoot sighting in Oakdale. Yeah, it's just you walking outside. I can't, I can't do that. I'm a hairy dude. Yeah, like taking a dog out to, to get a shit in or something. Yeah, something along the gist of that. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I'm just a hairy guy, so a speedo has never been in the option. He mentioned Speedos, man. How about that, uh, that Christmas in July, though, man? That shit was like 80 degrees. <laughs> it was 80 degrees Christmas Day here. Yeah, it's, it was. It's crazy. Hot as fuck. And I was expecting In shorts. We got that shorts. Florida Christmas going on, right? Yeah, something like this. Humid. Mm-hmm. Australia. It'd be way down under. Man, it could be anywhere in the world where it's hot. Well, did you see where they're predicting, like, one of the coldest winters for Canada in the last, like, 250 years? Excellent. No, it's... I don't necessarily think that uh, global warming is really necessarily going to be... Excellent. No, not, like, extremely terrible, but I think it's going to be extreme weather instantaneously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it's what I'm saying. Series. It's not going to be like extremely hot and it burns up the whole world, or it's extremely cold and freezes. It's going to be like it's extremely hot for two months, and then it's going to be like blisterous, terrible weather. That's what the tornadoes, the really powerful storm. Where Jupiter's like that. Jupiter's whole planet is just festered with storms. All the time on its surface. That's why we can't get a camera in to see what it really looks like. Because it's covered with storms all around it. And the Earth is turning into something like a smaller version of that. I I wouldn't... Well... Like, since you mentioned the planets again... No, but look at it. There is no actual pictures of Jupiter's surface because Because the the storms are so thick. Yeah, it's mostly the amount of gravity because of the mass of the planet. Because, like, its surface, like, there was a planet that, um, there was a planet, there was a satellite that got 15 miles within its surface before actually crashing, but it seemed like, you know, there was more to the surface than what there actually is. Like, the thick, like you say, the storms that are on Jupiter, there's a thickness to it. Like, the core is actually small, but because of the amount of gases, the violent nature of the storms, like, I guess, like, in the context in, in relation to the Earth, I can see where that's a similar thing. Like, it's not... I wouldn't, yeah, it's not like dramatic changes, like it's going to freeze over, like scorch into a burning ball, but slowly but surely, it's just making the, the natural, it, we're in the last, we're in the last stages of the equinox of the earth healing itself before it reaches stage A, which is in the shitty end part of it. Basically, like it, it ties into like the whole Mayan calendar. Like with the twelve twenty one twelve, it's like the whole oh well the Maya calendar is predicting the end of the world. No, that's not the end of the world. It's the end of the sea equinox because there's four equinoxes. There's equinox A, B, C, and D. 
12, 1221, 12, equinox C ended and D began. So we're in the beginning stages of the turbulent weather patterns before it reaches like the extreme climactic points where I guess like the pandemonium strikes, like how you were saying, like in the in the dreams that you were talking about earlier, like the world is shaking and people is running for their lives because of like the imbalance of the nature of the I don't know. By that time, I'm pretty sure by that time, all the ice caps is melted. You know, the polar axis is at, you know, 23 and three quarters of its axis rather than 23 and a half or 23 and a fourth. Axis, because, you know, basically, like, the end of it is like the axis is going to tilt a little bit and it's just supposed to get real bad, but it all balances out, like, once it reaches A again. We're just in the worst of it. <laughs> and then well, after this, you know, you know, or like whoever else is left that survived, they're going to be in the rebuilding stages of a brand new world for another thousand years or something like that, or however long. It could be 10,000. It could be forever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking like know. It's just all speculation. It <laughs> <laughs> was it good? It was good, good man. It was fine, man. Well, I guess uh, as we always in podcasts, we uh, throw some words of wisdom out there. This is probably up there the longest podcast that's going to be like posted. So that's pretty cool because we're with everything combined and me dragging it out through seconds and seconds right now. And if y'all ain't checked it out, www.5000w's.thirdcoastpodcast.com on all major streaming platforms. Uh, You got Spotify, we're there. Apple Podcasts, we're there. Cashbox, we're there. Speaker, we're there. Uh, Our website, you can listen to us there. And then you can find us on all major social media platforms. But my words of wisdom is love a stranger more. Don't look at their outside appearance or what you think they are. Just love more and think less. Because I think that's where the world lacks a lot. Is we we judge before we love. I would have to say my words of wisdom um, would be, you know, judge people less by what you hear about them and more about all people or things, whatever. Judge anything. Judge life according to the way you experience it, and not the way you hear to have been experienced. And that be most comfortable, and and whatever that is, be the most comfortable thing for you mentally. So you want to submit to it. Like you should want to feel uncomfortable. You should want to enjoy the journey of of fixing it, and how that creates a whole new person within yourself, and and experiences within yourself. So, like kind of like what I was talking about earlier, just being excited for challenges more than anything. Um, 
all I would say is um, if you be true to yourself, like you can lie to anybody you want, but don't lie to yourself. I think I said that earlier as well. Um, when it comes to reflections, when it comes to like deficiencies or imperfections, like things you feel you may lack on, things you may improve, like be honest with yourself about that because with those two things that were said prior, it kinda, I feel like it kind of ties with this because when people like see the possibilities, like a lot of people don't know their true potential until someone else shows them. So it's just best to like kind of take it it's best to take criticism and construct it in a way rather than to blow up and destroy the possibilities of creating a better you. You know, because with that, you create an enemy of yourself and you can become your own worst enemy. So just simply be true to yourself. And that's all I got. <laughs> so. Well... Romain, Cleve, yeah, yeah. first podcast. It was a great show. Great times. I guess. Uh, I guess I gotta stop it. I guess I gotta move right here. And for Third Coast podcast, Joe, what it do, Gators? Cleve, Colmain. Appreciate y'all being on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We out. It just, there's so many questions, not enough answers. Like, why is it that, like, why is there the corruption of inaccurate documentation of a particular group's history that can allow them or enable them to, like, achieve a better standard of living or a quality of living? Like, through, I don't know, it's it's what's crazy through history is why is it always got to be tragedy? Why it's always got to be so much hate? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. no one is better than no one else. You know what I'm saying? I'm no better than a bum on the street. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what he been through, but like society teaches us to try to be the greatest, the best. Instead, society should treat everybody with a little bit of fucking care and love, and it'd be a lot different, you know? Everybody. not I'm, It doesn't matter if you make a billion dollars a year or you make five dollars a year. You should treat someone with some goddamn common courtesy and maybe listen to what they have to say. Right. A lot of people have a lot of knowledge that don't get displayed. Because it goes on deaf ears. That part. Goes on deaf ears. People be sleeping. I mean, you could be dropping jewels. Treasure troves of jewels. Man, alright. I'm a holler. Fuck, bro. Like, like, this type of shit is like exciting to me. But it's like, when you ain't got somebody that got the same field that they could just engage in. Cause they just okay with like, all right, well, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna do what I need to do to get me through this day. 
Then it's like the next day, it's like the same thing. And then just after a while, people get stuck in it. step out and engage in more and so let me see what I can figure out about this uh, we'll see if what's a shortcut or not even a shortcut but an easier way to do that Still exporting it? Hmm? You still exporting it? No, I already got it done. No. I'm recording this now. What we've been talking about for like <laughs> the last three minutes. I was hoping that like you would like hit a beat and Cleve would come back in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was hoping for to end it. Shit, because I mean I already got the I got the intro. I got a little snippet that I'm gonna put in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then y'all's freestyles going in it. After I edit it, and then it's gonna be the two-hour episode, and I was just kind of like, I just keep recording, doing little snippets, hoping that like that oh, yeah. perfect it's beat comes like on. Good. I turn well, the speaker back on. on. It, I'd have been working on. I mean, I, I mean, it. I feel like I might can jump on something, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, yeah, you gotta do this in day for me, and I'm no, gonna be behind. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> but if I get a cool, I'll trade you a new port. Ooh, don't give me one of those burn my throat imports. Cool in the mix. Yeah, I guess this shed lighter, cause I ain't seen a blink. Blink. It's not big. A what? A blink. A blink. <laughs> what the fuck is a blink? Like, I think I got this from my mama. She got this oh. from, from the stolen Houston. I got a question to ask you, Kame. Who's that? Have you ever heard someone call a cigarette a jacks? No. Yeah, that's what I'm fucking saying. Uh, Charlene, my old lady, China's sister, came down from uh, Maine, uh. and they call like Joe's a cigarette a smoke. A Jax. A Jax. A Jax. Hey, let me get a Jax. Let me hold a Jax. That's stupid. Yeah, make no well, sense. Jax is like whenever you... Uh, I know Jack has a different terminology. Hey, that's a term called Jack Boy. You know, <laughs> Jack they just, Boy. Yeah, Jack Boy. But like, anytime I hear Jack, that's bad news. Like, when I hear somebody say Jack, I instantly think of Black <laughs> Air Forces. Like, yeah, I instantly think of Black Air Force. It's like, just troubles aloof. Um, troubles aloof. <laughs> I don't want to be bothered. <laughs> Ruffians about. Yeah, like, cannot, yeah, do not disturb. That's what I think of. Like, if somebody asks it for a jacks, I'm like, nah, I'm good. No thanks. I don't have any. I don't have the items you're looking for. I wouldn't even know how to approach it. Like... So no jacks then. 
No jacks to Joe. A square. Let me change. A cig. Cigarette. What else is, what, what's another nickname? Smokes. A square? Yeah, I say a square. You know what's another A reroll? You know what's another nickname for Y'all niggas should quit. What, Smokes serious? Yeah, bro. Man, I tried. Yeah, bro, that's another word for him. Yeah, just quit. Yeah. Fuck, like, man. I gotta say it. I wouldn't feel like your friend if I didn't. Right. I mean, cigarettes, you know, as far as... I feel so bad because I want to light it so bad now. (laughs) I mean, no, no, as I'm smoking this I understand that. Like, I know they're bad for me. Hold up. I understand. Like, as I'm smoking, I'm thinking about quitting. I understand that you probably won't quit, like, right, right now, but make it something... Let's make it something that you look forward to. Hey, 2022, something new. Sometimes I feel like I want to jump on the beat, yeah, you can. but it's not for me. <laughs> it's 
Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's coming. Oh. This one, this one, boy, son, this one crazy. I like that organ. It's like a Louisiana beat, like, uh, I, know, I like uh, that organ, though. It's real southern vibe. Man. about that southern slide. She can bring it. That's how break on you. Talking about, yeah, that southern fried. A lot of times, he ain't beat high when you look up in the side spread. Bloodshot, cataract. Talking about, yeah, you know that he get it in like a chiropractor. He trying to break her back. Yeah, a lot of times, he ain't wiping snows like he slapped. But a lot of times, he ain't riding. Talk about you rubber pussy, they yeah, call it slime. Cause you know that's how he do when he vibe. Whenever he ride, he ride till he die. Yeah, he gotta pass it over, yeah, you know it's vibes. Talk about, yeah, never ever on no violence, just peace shit. Talk about a roll of sweet shit. Talk about, can't see the cloud that I'm on wood. On that nice shit. Talk about that old school boy profile. You know that boy, yeah, he say grounded. Unless he on the cloud, bitch. Talk about it, you smoking. Yeah, you know the postscope. He steady open. I'm in and out of focus. So I sit this beer and try to rap it slowly. Had to take a sip, had to take a pause for the calls. Cause you know the boy, he be getting phone calls. You see the money of them broads. So I had to make a choice. Like the rice rain or the jail cell, boy, you know that shit be. Oh, fuck. Damn. I was about to say, you know that. I was about to say, you know that cell. That cell plank make a lot of noise. I wish I could rap on this beat, but I can't. I'm just gonna drop it and let it hit the hi hat at the end. Like that one online. That one cool too, man. Yeah, that's like some truth be told kind of beat. I just want, like, I hear it. I want to hit it, and then Cleve goes I, I, in I and the right you're, like, you're, 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 you're like you you're going in so hard. It's just like I'm like, bah. I'm like, yeah. So I'm, I'm, just a, I, I'm like, I think you just gotta get out your head and start somewhere like. Even like the thing is like you know that's why that's why I said that like even with music saying it took me like okay so when I started because like if I like all right like if I spit some shit all right hold on watch this like I don't spit the way I freestyle sound like my my writing is cold what's this shit I'm gonna show you something yeah my writing is better than my freestyle let me show you some shit real fast. You're making me feel bad again about freestyle. Freestyling is like completely different than like. It's writing. different. It's a whole different. It's a whole different game. You gonna hit me with something? Yeah, wife. I want to hear it. Yeah, there it is. So special. Oh yeah. I like that, yeah. 
You made this beat? Oh, nah. Oh, yeah, but I like this shit, though, because it's like fast-paced. Ass sits above everything. Oh, it's just Joe spitting this shit, but it don't really even matter anyway, because I can't equivalent the assets that matter. I'm just a broke dude doing what broke dudes do, trying to provide a little bit. Hey, shout out to Cleco. I love paying your bills every day. <laughs> uh, every day. Talking about they Clecos. Yeah, they're power swords. Talk about a lot of times if you get on the course. Yeah, you trying to get a pop. Course meals. It's a faster beat, so it's like you got. Like, I feel like I have to write some of this too, but I like it though. It's just it's probably the most content I've ever tried to record for one episode. It's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. Though. It's gonna be about three <laughs> hours. Right. Like literally, it's gonna be pretty good. Yeah, that's the Godfather special right there. Okay, okay. Um, what? I just need some, some, some old shit. Hold on, here we go. Damn. I need some old shit. Here we go, look. Please know this one, look. Okay. okay, look. You see, I'm never indecent, lyrically perfect genius. I can't conduct treason. I'd rather die not mean it. From the sugar to the hustle, you see the bottom I've seen it. My environment is hell. Seen it. The case can be pleaded, but I'd rather be polemic. I'm Captain Controversy. Social, many psychological warfare, and I'm the lieutenant. One man army, but it's a definite I'm winning. See, I'm about to pop off like the top of the soda you drinking. Jealousy filled with envy, eroding your meaning. What loose lips does to ships and put them and sink them. Cause weakness is revealed when emotionally speaking on my only. So never shall I pledge an allegiance. Conduct with the real with every breath that I'm breathing. So you can clash with the titans if it's death that you see. Then you got a better chance taking your last breath while you sleeping. And could it be I'm surrounded by death? You say I used to have my dogs, but the only enemies left. And nothing lasts forever, what's next to go? And when everything dies, what's left to grow? You see the cypher got crazy, I was next to flow. As boys recited, fly be left to flow. And do the kid go hard, more yes than no. You see them niggas amateurs, while I'm extra pro. I tell her, look, see mama, I swear I got us. Cause if I don't, then who the hell else got us? And no, I won't forever linger at the bottom. The top is my destination through lyrical elevation. Negativity towards me, automatic removal. I'ma die by myself, so I don't need your approval. I'm a shape failure, rap is the elusive maneuver, and I don't feel I need y'all to tell me I know in the future, huh? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. I was trying to, I ran to the speaker and was trying to turn that motherfucker down because you were spitting fucking like hella so, rhymes, dude. So, Joe, That's good shit, Joe, we used to we used to be downtown in Denver, Joe. Like, you don't understand. Like, we used to be downtown in Denver. We'll just catch somebody, like, beating on some drums and shit, bro. Like, oh, we'll pull up, kick up, we'll kick some rhymes, nigga. Right, yeah. We'll stop. It'd be like 40 people, like, checking us out, bro. T- tell this dude, man. man he the like, only person was, that was there with me that could really was, tell the story. It was insane. Do this shit, like, day to day basis. Like, even like, with me, it's like, like, day to day basis. We'd be like, out there, like, just freestyling. And next thing you know, we got, like, a crowd of 40 people downtown on the 16th. Street Mall, man. Just watching yeah, it's like, us, I start off with like four hours. Sounds beautiful. Because, like, so I wasn't confident. Like, Kay was killing. Like, at the time, like, I was more in the creative process. And he was in the freestyle process. So it's like, I would try to get in. It's like, I would. I was only good with, like, bridges, fields, 
like four to like eight line bars or whatever you want to call them. And it's like Kay would come in, he'll start rapping. It's like like my voice would carry in between them buildings. Like the way the like, buildings set up. The way the buildings set up. You can't do nothing but hear me, son. I'm, I'm just so passionate when I speak too, son. So it's so like it's just, speaking like how we are and in this just, context. Oh. And it's like people are like, oh, wow. Like what's like, right. going on? And Touch it's it. like, you know, two people come, one person here, three people there, two people here. And it's like. You know, one people become two people to four to eight to sixteen to twenty four. So you know we got a big ass crowd. And it's like next thing you know, it's like a crowd of like forty or fifty people when when originally it was just the people that we walked up that on. We like, walked hey, up can on, we freestyle while you're getting, you know what I'm saying? They getting the money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they getting the money and we just doing the what we just doing mostly, our thing. Yeah, most of K was cool, doing man. his thing and you know, I was glad to be a part of that too because it's like it was a different experience. It's like New Orleans, but more interactive. Bro, it was like, yeah, that was like crazy, bro. Like, just to do that shit and just people just be like, stop and just turn around and just like. It's like, like wow, real like, shit. This like, is enough to make me like. And we do it on the daily. Like, on the daily. It's Whenever like we felt like day. conjuring up a crowd of people to watch us do our shit, we could do it. And like, we could literally do it on the spot. Because people are in tune. See, it's like in the city, I've learned like people have more of a fear of perception. So it's like they would like to rather be in a crowd like, you know, where you have, I guess, like it's like the leadership concept. Mm -hmm. Like, whereas you have the leader who's not afraid to stand vocally in a crowd of 100 people and willing to receive like the trolling or the get back of hater or opposition like this in the crowd standing against it versus like the you know if not the tens to hundreds of people that are in the circle right there supporting it and it was just crazy to see so much support right in a small from a small gathering to something greater that was you know that started off as just a thing of having fun Right. It's like to see that walking through a daily life because it's like you might go through your daily life. You go to work, you pass by 16th Street, you go home. It's like you once you go home, it's like you got your same daily routine of like cooking dinner and watching a movie or watching a game and then going to sleep and then waking up. But like adding that different element, I feel like from the outside looking in, you know, it kind of enabled people to like get a different perspective of like, some of the things that are like taking place in their local environment every day. And not only that, you know, it was, it, it's very touristy. Like around the time when we, while really doing our thing was around the summer, springtime and shit like this. So it's very touristy. So like just, just naturally, you know, people are going to be familiar with it and they're just going to think, oh, this is some shit that normally goes down. Let's like, let's pay attention to it. <laughs> and the even funnier thing is like, I saw I saw weed on the on the 16th Street Mall and it was like the easiest thing ever. Like I didn't even have to um, I didn't even have to like I didn't even have to like proposition people. Um, they just walk up on me. Hey, like, hey, look, hey, do you sell weed, homie? Right, like, hey, you know what about it? Like, like I remember this one time there was this dude. He was like, he left his wife. He told her like wait on the corner, and he like came and approached me. He was like. Hey man, I'm just trying to get some weed, man. My wife's over there waiting on me. 
Like it's weed at him. Yeah, man. Come on over here, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, on, over here. it's $100 a gram. <laughs> Come on over here, man. Yeah, I got you. Come on over here. I got you. Yeah, but yeah, that was, like, that was like crazy. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I now it's totally different because, like, now I'm like, a, I'm like a dad and shit. So now I live, like, on the outskirts of the city. Right. You know what I mean? You're more you know, quiet. And, like, you know. Things are slowing down. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I live, like, on the okay. outskirts of the city. We we used to be, like, in downtown every day because that was the center of our, our world. So it was, like, it was, like, everything, right? Like, that's right. how we really made a living. Like, we made money downtown doing, like, shit like performing or whatever and like you know what I mean and that's where we were at and it was, it was cool bro man that's awesome man it's like the hear so, this story like the like the before the during and the after right it's uh you know it's it's captivating it holds a gravity to it that um every day like people go through their life and it's like whenever you think of yourself you look back a year two years three years and you see the accolades that are gained and progress that has been made it's like man I feel like I've I've gotten a lot further than I have now by myself like in the position that I am that I did last year it's like last year was a pretty tough year for me because a lot of deaths I actually caught COVID I caught COVID two years actually before it came, became a big thing and <clears throat> have that recorded and documented it just goes into a sense like with a world class pandemic it um it changes the playing game for everything because like a lot of the social activities we used to have available isn't available anymore because of these regulations that are taking place now so it's like how can we have this and continue to do it safely if not everybody's on board. Not everybody's gonna be on board. Okay, we need Oh man, <laughs> you got any you wanna slap something up at the end? Or are you done for the night? Oh you wanna you wanna you want some more, is what you saying? Yeah. Alright, let's see what we got, let's see. And then we got in because it's the longest podcast that I think that we've ever even longest podcast in. ever recorded. Lightning instrumental. Y'all don't know and y'all won't know, that's a combo Associate with this law, niggas get jammed up, that's a non-go Day one to the end, got my nigga flock on the side of me Roll with me, I ain't have shit, so he ride with me when it's time to eat Drop us off in the hood, go and get the goods, then I hit him with the finest fee I'm a mom, G, don't say shit, I can't compromise what I'm trying to be Fly be the future, my nigga, my future is brighter Only go higher, say brother and salt, then I try like a lot of you niggas is shit Go find you a shot, I gotta admit My nigga, this fire, listen, no switching to any dimension Any conditions, I'm winning, fuck with pretending for real Fuck with pretending, my nigga, like, look at the lyrics, my verse, you niggas I just do me, no need to differ, no mercy when verse, you niggas No doubt, cause curtain, you niggas, uh like it be purchased through figures, through bitches, so you choose to kick with genuine. We know the difference, no new mission to eminent. This shit, this shit is infinite. <laughs> it is what it is, and I am what they, what they ain't. Do what they can't, losing the fake niggas is tripping, losing their brains, thinking they on the level of great. What more could I say?
I've been writing since I was seven, son. So writing and and the thing. So when I when I break down music, son, it's from a real it's from a real deep like intimate perspective. Cause writing is my shit, and I, I've challenged myself to be so much better. Cause I grew up in the South where it was like, you know how we grew up like you know freestyling like we was from yeah, Texas yeah. with the yeah, whole yeah. man whole look. I didn't claim So it had it evolved from there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because that was what we listened to. You know what I'm saying? That was all we listened to. Top the screw to sped up to like you know what I'm saying? Type shit. So we 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 had to evolve, and I had to be honest with myself about where I was in the culture that I was growing up in from a lyrical standpoint. I wanted to be respected as a lyricist. Like when you listen to my shit, I wanted to be well rounded. And I want you to walk away with a deeper understanding of everything that I'm trying to get you to understand from all aspects. You know what I mean? So it's like it's very thoughtful. Like I don't just I don't just like making words rhyme. Like you know what I mean? That's not really what I'm into. I really like to put it all together to really to right. really drive home a point and to right. say something. You know what I mean? Like so I don't know. That's my only thing. And and plus like you know like I always knew like school wasn't my thing. So I wanted to. I wanted my art to be, to show how smart I was. I always wanted my art to to show my intellect, and so I, I really used that as an avenue of expression in the manner. You know what I mean? So that's why I really fuck with music, man. Cause it like cause people are geniuses in many different ways, and I think my ability with music to do what I do, and you know what I'm saying. And I only say that because I, I put the work in. Like I said, like, yeah, man, I really, I really put, put the work in to, to really be a cra- like like a craftsman of words, man. Like, real talk. Like, I really take that shit seriously. Like, so, it's like, so it's like, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I feel like when it comes to that shit, man, I, I, I know, it's, I know, like, a deeper understanding when evaluating music, man. Especially from a lyrical standpoint. And a lot of shit just ain't there these days, man. Sorry if my uh, rhymes are a little bit Nah, wack. bro. Nah, bro. That's not <laughs> what I'm talking about. That's, that's freestyle. Like I said, like we, we freestyling. You know what I freestyling mean? Freestyling composed a completely different That's two different, that's two different like, avenues. It's impromptu. It's literally on the spot. Right. So, like... There's no preparation. There's no path. There's no guidance. It's just, it's just you do you. It's, it's you really, do you it's really a raw feel. expression of yourself. It's like, a raw expression you know of really, really so raw expression like a lot of more respected when when it's know. freestyle. Like really, like motherfuckers. Like that's one thing about like Lil Flip, man. We we fuck with Lil Flip so tough. Like Lil Flip was the first nigga to freestyle for fifteen minutes, man. Like that was hard to us. Right. That was hard. Like, you know what I mean? And then you're doing better than like some rappers that are signed now. It's like <laughs> you're actually able to compose words in a rhythmic pattern, <laughs> right? And exceed more than four hey, bars don't that get, make sense. Hey, hold up! Don't give me too big that of a head because nah, I'm gonna make man, you regret them words. Dude, like I'm dead fucking. Joe serious. about to drop an album and shit. Yeah, I'm gonna start rhyming with spaghetti. <laughs> Third Coast Podcast presents Joe's debut album. <laughs> Sauce me, don't lost me. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you ain't about to compose that, right? <laughs> Sauce me, don't lost me. Yeah, Sauce, Sauce me, don't lost me. me. That was stupid.
Shit, we just record. Better tell these niggas I don't play like I'm pause. Better tell I don't pay for the jobs. Count up the money while I wait for the call. Young nigga do with him, you can hate if you want. Blazing on sign, my love with your woman. She already know I can't save her or nothing. Her favorite to fuck her. Give it to a D. You give her your money, give from you, spend with me. Call it, give him gold money, couple ounces of weed. Fin road sign. Came from the deal, but I come for the money. Fuck it like I'm certified. Change ain't want it, don't cross that line. But to put my face on it. Money on my mind, I can't even wait on it. Going up the money like I put a trace on it. Hashtag real nigga shit. Most Niggas say they real, but they really ain't it. Survival of the fittest, and I will remain it. Uh, never giving folks to the coppers. Flow need to die to dread it up like it came from the islands. Butter from the boot, where shit could get real, and that's how we living. Got a people talk shit, not even two for us giving. Dugging in the H with my nigga named Bang. Snowing in line, and the boys still tipping, going get it on the mission. Show this many positions. Honest type of nigga when it's gone, don't miss it. We real strong, better watch how you hit it. High grade bug, got you floating in the instant. Let me get the notion, I'ma get him, and never miss him. Hold up, I may think of past tense, started writing that seven minutes shit ever since, and I'm killing this shit. I give you the evidence to this. Yeah, this day. Yeah. Go, Joe. Oh, what, me? What the fuck? Like, how the fuck am I supposed to come back with this? <laughs> yeah, that I like that beat though. Yeah, that beat fresh, huh? That beat is fresh. That beat hard. I want to hit it, but I... What is this? Let me see. Fucking with this fucking shit. Fucking with the poker chips. Think about the damn casino for some reason. Is that host long? W-H-O-L. Going to the casino. Trying to get the riches that I can't achieve though. But it ain't nothing though. Cause I got about a hundred racks in my pocket that I'm willing to spend that drop though. But it ain't gonna give me the sensation that I want though. It's okay though. So look, Joe, you feel that bounce right there? Look, feel that bounce right there. See that bounce? See, I can't talk about hoes and strippers and those. Nah, you ain't got to. Look, you go. Say you can't talk about hoes though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta bounce with it. You know what I'm saying? Say you can't talk about hoes. You can't talk about talking about hoes. I got like, I'm gonna. No, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get that bounce with it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta. Even if you're repeat. See, with that one, you gotta. See, that one. You can always repeat. Like, don't be afraid to repeat. You know what I'm saying? Real talk, you repeat, because it's a freestyle. You just. You know what I'm saying? Because you might be in the. You know what I'm saying? People might be hyping. I say talking about a lot whenever I present, like, talk about, talk about, talk about, like, I don't know, for some reason, it's just, that's like my go-to things. I don't know, it flows. Oh, 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 look, I got, Cleve, I got something for you right here. Okay. The casino is just like hoes, they only want my fucking dough. I can't even make enough to supply these fucking hoes. They all want my money and I don't got enough to supply them. But I'm going to keep grinding until I can fucking find it. Yeah, I like that. I can't dine these hoes, man. You say you can't talk about hoes, man. Yeah, yeah. And we want to talk about clothes, man. 
Yeah, young nigga high, better move that propane. Yeah, by the blower, when I show up, y'all roll the smell good, don't it? You ain't hitting mine, better get your own, you ain't getting mine. Yeah, <laughs> where they find that? Young nigga, so rare, huh? Do you think, huh? Do you think, huh? Bad bitch, huh? Long hair, huh? She a real bum, and I like that. Young nigga, if I write, would you write back? Yeah, hey, hey, young nigga, if I write, would you like that? Yeah, hey, tell them we gon' be alright. Came from nothing. See tomorrow, see the night. What you be tonight? What you be at night? Mm. Mm. What your demons like? What you fiending for? Mm. Mm. Nah, see, I'm about to go. See, I'm about to trip out. Hold on, man. I'm about to trip out, man. I'm about to trip out. I'm about to trip out. I'm about to dip out. Yeah, I'm out here doing it. Hey, 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 move 
yeah. You know I walk her beat. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times she be like, yeah, yeah. she know she calling me. I hit the clock yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm on my own, so these beats, this money, yeah, it cost me. Well, I ain't gonna drink this money. Oh, I ain't gonna drink this money. Yeah, I gotta say that she's not getting a penny from me. Cause she yeah. know that I'm lonely. Single to the day that I own me. You know this all for my daughter. Uh-huh. No one else can come farther. Uh-huh. So I gotta do this. Cause you know that boy, he uh-huh. is a father. Uh-huh. So he's not such a boy though. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a man with a glow. Uh-huh. So these hoes know whenever they approach, they gotta have no bandos. Have no bandos like it's some motherfucking rasso. Like a rasso, yeah, you better handle Fuck that, yeah, right there Give me that, like it's a four-leaf clover They know my luck is over A lot of times I rock the green, though You know I smoke that up, though Like broccoli, gotta have that And you know that's a show, bro Yeah, you know that's a bad hoe You know that's a bad like the check You know he collect those Oh, oh, oh Oh, he collect those. And it's like that one night, like after the, um, it's like after the crackers What's up with you over there, man? Please? So many beers. That's what's up. <laughs> nah, but it's like after the crackers club, like after we like left, like we left there like eleven midnight ish. Came back here like thug to hard. Yeah, we thugged to like one. <laughs> Yeah, we thugged up. Yeah, we thugged up in here to like one, just smoking, chilling, drinking. Yeah, we. I got about, uh, about four, almost four hours of content. Serious. It's gonna have to be broken into two parts at this point, like part one, part two. Which is a, it's good content, like it's oh, yeah. plenty of content. Yeah, we got we got a bunch of good stuff, like a bunch of good conversation, bro. Like a bunch of good conversation. But uh, again, I'm Joe. Third Coast Podcast. What it do, Gators? Uh, check us out on five thousand com. On all major streaming platforms, on all social medias, uh, 
If you like the Chinese government, check out our TikTok. <laughs> so, and, <laughs> so Dakota, come on, get on board. You know what I mean? And everybody else who hasn't listened, everybody get on board. Um, yeah, Delaware. Delaware, the Dakotas. The, both Dakotas, South and North. Let's go. And New Hampshire for some weird reason. New Hampshire's pretty uppity. I can I can influence. But we've uh, but we would welcome you, New Hampshire, with open arms. Just Fort- like Colorado welcomed us <laughs> with open arms. They're not the only ones that are rich and influenced. You're welcome. You're not the only economy that's worth investing in. So the for those that have not invested in Third Coast Podcast, that is my message to you from Cleveland himself. But from Third Coast Podcast to all the listeners, we wish y'all the best in 2022. We hope the world decides what the fuck it wants to do, and we just love everybody. I mean, everybody's loved, and everybody should be loved. The world needs to get on board with the same idea and run with it. You mean the world order, huh? (laughs) (laughs) get on board get a common goal oh yeah yeah that's what they said that's what they saying hey that's what they saying saying, man man. hey hey, pick one (laughs) just one not yes or no it's not maybe it's not i don't know it's not i'll think about it it's yes or no hey